0: So uh, and before we get into anything else here this morning, because I'm I'm fascinated with the obsession with this gator thing here. I mean, I know that there are people the the animal huggers who are into gators. Very. Have anybody ever seen any gator droppings? Because I thought I heard a few this morning during the course of the last half hour of that show. Gator droppings. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello. Hello Neil. Yes sir.
1: Hey, uh, I moved on here a few months ago um, from Houston. Yes. Moved down here during the time when um, the baseball team was selling out all their their star players.
0: Yeah, and I
1: remember you were you were ranting and raving about that. You were uh, giving away your tickets and different things, and you right. were trying to influence. Uh,
0: and nobody cared.
1: Right, but I remember that you were saying that you weren't against the players. You were trying to send a message, or we should send a message.
0: I don't care who the owner is. Hockey, to me, is more important than Wayne Huizinga or any one person. I don't give a crap who owns the team, in addition to which he claims he's going to be selling the team. I hope he does real soon. Okay. I don't care about that than worrying about who the goddamn owner is. But, okay. I mean, but but let's face it, I mean, as bad as the team is, it's not like the hockey team like, had a whole bunch of superstars in the face with the Marlin thing, okay? He went out and he bought a championship team, spent a lot of money for it, and then he he, he said, well, we got to have a new stadium, you know, we're not going to be able to keep the Marlins here. And then, uh, you know, he, he gave everybody away. And they still didn't care. They lost 108 games and nobody still cared about it. Well, I... I, I, I Any Gainesville people online? No. Anybody online this morning? No. No, not a one. See what I'm saying? Is that a difficult thing to find out somebody who was uh, lives in lived in Gainesville, somebody who went to school there? We gotta find out what the hell is the big attraction with Gainesville. Maybe it's even more exciting than East Lansing, you think so? No. Ann Arbor? No. Columbus? No. Christopher? No. Five six seven I'll sit back here and wait. This is gonna be just like yesterday all over the in there. No, no music. I'll wait. Let that transmitter kick off. Five, six, seven oh560. Pound 560 on a mobile one line. This is one of the great mysteries of my life. Gainesville. Gator droppings. Let's hear it. Come on. How long do you think this is going to take? And see, this one guy, the first guy that calls, he wants to do, not you know, not like a full-blown shot, but a little shot of me, aren't I a hypocrite? Yes, I am about the hockey thing. And like I said, I don't care who the goddamn owner is. Hey, just look around. Just keep looking around you five six seven five sixty pound five sixty on the mobile one line this morning by the way twenty two after two we got the booster at six the detroit red wings seven o'clock tonight any interest in that no no just one did i do you think i asked a difficult question Seriously, I want an honest answer. Do you think that that was a difficult... I mean, if see, see, the point I'm trying to make, if there's all this interest in the, this gator crap and gator football and this redneck Steve Spurrier, then there must be some connection with Gainesville. It's 300 effing miles away from here. And I'm waiting to hear what it is, and I can't get one... For... And you know they're all listening. Every goddamn one of them, including this jackass that wrote the anonymous postcard, get rid of Neil Rogers, we want sports. And I'm trying to learn. I want you to learn me something, okay? And I still can't hear nothing here about Gainesville. Which evidently is a hell of a lot more important than anything else that's going on. 567-0560. Are these lines working? The phone ain't working. How do you like that? I'm sitting here screaming and yelling and carrying on. The phone's not working. How did the one guy get through? Hey,
2: hello? Hello? Yeah, how you doing? i do. I'd like to... How do, Where did
0: Where did you come from?
2: I just called from uh, mobile in Boca. How long ago? Uh, I, I've been, It's been ringing for about 10, about 10, 10 rings. Our phone... I'm sitting here. You know
0: something? I could be saying every word now. The phone's broke.
2: It might be. No, it, it might just, be. It I'm is. Calling, I'm calling about Gainesville. Though. Okay,
0: let's hear it, pal. You're on.
2: Cl- class of '96 graduate. Went yeah. there for five years.
0: And tell me all about Gainesville. What is it like right, over well,
2: I guess it's your consummate college town. I've been to some other college towns, and I thought Gainesville was the best one. Yeah. Um, you know, I've, I've been better to than East Hatsby. Lansing.
0: Better than East? No, Lansing, Michigan? I don't know.
2: I've never been up there. Oh. I've, I've only been to a couple. Definitely of, not
0: better than Ann Arbor. i only been to, been to a that. couple
2: of schools in the south can't beat that Gator meat. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I, I can't talk about East Lansing and Columbus and places like that. My brother did go to Columbus about a month ago, though, for a football game. And he said he, he really had a great time. He said that, you know, of course, the people in Ohio are very nice. And that Columbus was a great college town. Yeah, and he said it is. It was kind of a good it was a little bit comparable to Gainesville, except that it was just a much bigger city, and of course, you've got the different weather and the different options. But I mean, well, I mean other,
0: because I hear people saying, well, of course, they sell out every game in the football game because there's nothing else to do there. You know, I hear that all the time.
2: They, they you know, that's, they, they do say that, that's true, but you have to remember that about half the people that, uh, that go to those games come from all around. They drive up from here, you know, from Tampa, from Jacksonville. So, I mean,
0: the what's is, the, uh what's, uh, what's the, um, uh, at University of Florida, what's the uh, student population?
2: Right now, it's right around 40,000.
0: 40,000. And they do 70,000, uh, and some for the games, right? 85.
2: 85.
0: 85. 85 and sell out every game, of course.
2: That's right. Every game sold out, even if we're playing, uh, Deaf and Dumb You or if we're playing Florida State, it doesn't matter.
0: Oh, you're calling the Hurricane's names Deaf and Dumb You now? Can't
2: No, no, no. no, no. Meat. I'm talking about, like, those little cream puffs that we played open the season.
0: Right. Well, everybody's got to do that, you know. And I get,
2: you know, and again, the reason why we do that is because, you know, our fans... See, the only,
0: only problem is up in East Lansing, we tried that, too, but every now and then they beat us, so it didn't work out to well. you. Know, like Central <laughs> Michigan, Eastern, University yeah, of Detroit. Luckily,
2: luckily, that hasn't happened to us recently, so hopefully it won't happen in the near future. Okay, pal. Go Gators. All right. See ya. Take care, Neil. Uh,
0: now, this was the most revealing thing that has ever happened to me in my life. I've been broadcasting for 600 years, and I'm sitting here... And I'm getting, uh, every day, I'm getting sabotaged over here. I'm
3: getting a job. You saw it. You're a witness. I it. Like I said, I hate this system. Gettner. The Gettner people suck. This, this stuck.
0: phone system, I'm going to tell you, I'd like to break the goddamn thing. Now I'm going to do a Hank Goldberg right here on a ear and lose it. I'm going to do a Hank right here and just totally lose it. Because I've been sitting here for goddamn ten months with a phone system that doesn't effing work. I'm sitting here saying to myself, even for a crank to be calling in, I mean, I know if we got anybody listening, something must be going on. I reach over here and I start pressing all the goddamn buttons. Now, let me ask you this. What happened after I did that, that suddenly, magically allowed the calls to start coming through,
3: George? What happened? I just picked them up. It's still broken. So, in other words, they don't ring? They don't ring, or it doesn't show up on here. No, I could go and reset the system to see if that helps, and it probably will. But that this place—I'm going to
0: tell you something. This guy upstairs who wants to be a big shot, like I've told you before, Mister wannabe—we could get a goddamn erector set. We could get our own little goddamn teeny tiny transmitter and put it out here on 441. At least the people on 441 could hear the goddamn station in their cars, which they can't now. I could build a better goddamn studio with a guy with an erector set with a play toy. Then this man is put here for us. Ten months sitting here with a goddamn... And you remember in the beginning when the phones wouldn't drop off? We've had more effing technical goddamn problems and still got those big numbers. How do you like that for all you sports nerds that can't stand this show who are all listening right now?
3: I'm going to reset it during the break. Everyone will... We ought to reset
0: the whole goddamn radio station is what we ought to do. 27 after 10 at QAM.
4: This station stands for nothing
0: am a talk show without a phone that works. How do you like that? We're kind of used to it, though, aren't we, at the, uh-huh. by this point? Yeah. So, in other words, there were all these people calling. Every goddamn line had somebody on the other end, but they, they weren't ringing because the little green light don't come on in here. Like on line two here? Say, oh, now now the dial is not but when it rings, it doesn't light up, is what you're saying to me?
3: That's what I'm saying. Great. Okay, so we'll do the
0: best we can, as usual, here on Slipshot Radio. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello? Neil? Yes, sir.
1: Yeah, I'm a Florida graduate, and I got a little uh, stuff to spew on that city. Uh, A lot of people are calling up, trying to make this a glorified town about Gainesville and the University of Florida. Let's face it; the nickname for that town is Hogtown. That's that's what it's known by the locals up here. It's called Hogtown. Yeah. And number two, the only thing that's ever been beneficial out of the University of Florida is its marijuana growing. It's got some of the best weed in America.
0: Now we're talking.
1: The drug culture is phenomenal. And I thought about right. what we did up there for four years is I got stoned, got laid, and uh, went to class once like a Like I
0: week. said, just like Ann Arbor, it sounds like to me.
1: It was a great town. I'll never forget it. I lost a few brain cells, but it was worth every but, dollar but, but of my the dad's thing, money.
0: But what's the obsession down here? I mean, this gator thing, it's, it's bigger than the Dolphins. It's bigger than all the other sports in this town put together. It's like a like a mental sickness down here.
1: Well, seriously, if you go up there and you have to spend any time in Gainesville, it's like being under jailhouse arrest. It's, yeah. There's nothing to do. It's the most boring town in the world. Mm-hmm. That's why everybody goes to the football games. If you're not getting high, you're going to football games, you're getting late. So That's when about they're bragging
0: it. about 85,000 people filling up every game, even when they're playing the bum for really, you, it means nothing.
1: It means nothing. Those people aren't from Gainesville. They travel in, like the last caller said, they travel from all over the state of Florida. It's the biggest boosters in Florida are from Gainesville. They got the biggest booster club. But there's nothing going on in Gainesville. It's a depressing, sad, pathetic
0: town. <laughs> and it's, it's
1: known as Hogtown. and any local will call you up and tell you that's the nickname.
0: All right. Thank you, Neil. Okay, pal. Good day. Okay, George is on the way to see how good the weed is up there. We have now, do,
3: I already know how good it is.
0: What do you mean? No, it does, oh, no it's not... How good the weed is from
3: Gainesville? I visited friends up there. And yeah, he's right. The place sucks and there's nothing to do there but to get stoned.
0: And get laid. And get laid. So what's wrong with that? What's everybody bitching about? Sounds okay to me. Two open lines going on here. We ought to just play music today and teach these bastards a goddamn lesson. That's what we really ought to do. Stick us in here with a bunch of second-rate crap. Top-rated show in a goddamn market. Top-billing, uh, a uh, top-rate... Uh, and uh, uh, By the way, we ever get
3: those numbers? No, from 10 to 2? Oh, and uh, I don't think we're going to, at least not today. Why not? Duff is on vacation, and Greg will not be in today.
0: Okay, okay, so here you go. I want you to follow this now. Follow the bouncing ball, Okay. The general manager, Greg Reed, with the uh, pasty suit, he won't be in today at all. And uh, the uh, the program director, you think, I get a lot of vacations. This guy, when he's here, he's on vacation, number one. But now he's on another. What is this? It's the end of October. It's only his 18th week on vacation this year. Is that what the deal is? Uh-huh. Yeah, there you go. So if there's something wrong, is there anybody? Oh, you know who's in charge? Oh, my God. And she don't talk to us. That's right. The water Nazi. She's the one in charge. Maybe that's why it's taking them so long to get that goddamn parking lot fixed downstairs. You notice that? They're repaving the parking lot, the inside, for those of us big shots. That, that's like a major, that's like a ten-year project down there now.
3: By the way, when you go on vacation, can I borrow your clicker so I can park under the uh, building like a hotshot? No. Next question.
0: So, this is fantastic. So, so let's just, let's just have a party here today, okay? Let's do our own thing. We got nobody running a place. It's on automatic pilot. <laughs> There's your buddy. All right. That was great.
3: What's well, his call for this 15 minutes?
0: That, oh, and he's call. Now, which, which buddy is that? That's the old guy. Oh, the old guy. With the is death that threats.
3: Oh, with the death threats? Yeah. You, me, everybody, the wife, the receptionist upstairs. Yeah. Well, we'll get to him again. Have his number. Do you have his number? What is his number?
0: The old guy that calls here and keeps making death threats and that wants to have his Who's phone already evidently already taken been out. It's already been
3: reported to Southern Bell.
0: It's already been reported to 305-948-948-3914-3914. He's been calling us for weeks. Some old crusty farter keeps calling here with death threats and all kinds of obscenities, yeah. obnoxious stuff, and uh, maybe you want to keep him busy today. What is it again? 3051? Well, in Boca, hello. Uh, Neil? Yes, sir.
5: Uh, something wrong with the phone. Yeah, I know. No, no, be- what happened before was uh, when I was trying to reach everything was busy, and all of a sudden, when you uh, went to ballistic there, then all of a sudden the calls started going through, so a little
0: bit crazy. Listen, yeah, I
5: gotta, I, I, I mean,
0: I gotta... I've been feeling for the last uh, three or four months here somebody's diddling with his phone system. I mean, I can't prove it, but I have uh, very strong beliefs because I've been doing this too goddamn long. Yeah. Somebody's diddling with us.
5: Uh, a couple of things. Last Friday night... I saw you there at the game. Was that
0: the worst ever? Yes, Friday was one of the all time worst. Not the worst, but it was in certainly in the worst five.
5: Um, one of the worst performances. I mean, no enthusiasm. Uh, it, it was disgraceful. Mm-hmm. Absolutely disgraceful. Uh, another thing. And, and, and so
0: then he goes and benches the uh, two best players yeah, on right, the team? Exactly. and exactly. So, see, this is a guy you when are. he came here, Terry Murray. I don't want to get started again, but I will. He said, well, these guys better perform because if they don't, they'll be sitting on the bench. Right. And in the meantime, the guys that don't perform, like uh, Kirk Muller and Niedemar, they're in the lineup every goddamn night. And, uh, you know, he, want, he wants to take it out on the guys who are our best players, which makes no sense at all to anybody.
5: How about the War Elfin? It really pissed me off to watch. Remember when he dropped the gloves and the guy wouldn't engage Was it Bashir? Well, who was the guy in number eight? For, Donald uh, Bashir. Bashir, sure? yeah. I mean, it's like... Was Murray telling him to go out there and get something going, just to, you know, to try and incite the team?
0: Because uh, I don't know, but uh, by the time he got into that fight, it was already four nothing. The game was no, already I, over, I, so it was totally meaningless. No, the, I, see, they're not going to get sucked into his stupid goon crap yeah, because they I know that that number one, he really can't fight. Number two, he can't play. And other than that, how can why is he out there so much? You know the truth when you is, when you got a team that can't score, why do you put Iron Hands O'Warell out there all the time?
5: I, I disagreed with you a little last year. I really thought I saw some started to see some skills in this guy. In he terms
0: can't of, play. I mean, I, thought, I, he, I thought he skated a little better in that exhibition yeah. game. But as far as being a real player, forget it. He's no it was, player.
5: It was really disgraceful watching him. I mean, his stick handling, puckling is absolutely disgraceful. Right. And all he did every time, he, he took a lot of cheap shots. And by that time, I was so damn frustrated. You know, it was 4-0, which is when I left. But just to watch him out to try and engage somebody, it was it was really a disgraceful uh, performance. And and by Uh, the way,
0: speaking of Donald Brashear, who used to play for the Canadians, he's been around the league. Speaking of Donald Brashear from Vancouver, even though he is their goon, but nevertheless, he can play. He has skills. I've seen him make some pretty damn good plays. He's a real player as opposed to just a goon who can't do anything out there and who keeps getting stuck out there over and over again.
5: This guy is like the Reggie Fleming back in the uh, in the sixties with the Ranger. when all he knew how to do was fight? When he was trying to fight a guy like John Ferguson yeah. from uh, from Montreal, Mon- mm-hmm. uh, you know, he would kick the crap out of him. But, but Ferguson could skate. Yeah, you know, Ferguson was a well Terry
0: Morell get away with it because like everything else that's going on here, nobody gives a crap. Nobody says anything except me, and that's why I'm going to keep ripping him the ass. All right,
5: I got a question for you. And this is real serious. quick.
0: Yeah,
5: real quick. There's a topic in the uh, Palm Beach Post today. Can AIDS be transmitted from oral sex? Seriously?
0: Yes. See, they're saying it can't. They're
5: saying it
0: gonna, can't? Cannot, right. Uh, that, I don't agree with that. That's not what yeah. I've read.
5: All right, good luck.
0: Okay, and back to you. All right. Okay, we have uh, two open lines in day one in Broward. If they're ringing, we have no idea, but let's... Uh... Okay, I'm just checking because we don't have a phone system that works today, and we got no uh, nobody running the joint today. So we won't get those numbers that we're looking for. We won't get any assistance here because we're on automatic pilot, which means probably a lot of music coming up. 10.41 at 5 a.m.
6: Miami town oh! At 560 WQAM Remember when you first got
7: Yeah
0: I think we lost her Okay, we have an open line at Broward too, and Our phone system's all screwed up here I'm not going to worry about the phone, okay? You uh, do whatever you want with those assholes, okay? She waited all of that time. We finally got her on. She was on the verge of like getting into a bad cell like O.J. or whatever. And then all of a sudden, she popped right out. That was the end of her. Anyway, John Grogan has a very interesting art DNA thing. It's the organization. It doesn't cost you anything to join. We got bumper stickers. We got placards. We got uh, uh, all kinds of stuff, buttons. But we don't have to be organized because it's just common sense. Do no harm. D.N.H. But that's an interesting thing there. It it brings back to mind a situation that happened with me years ago. And I think we broke the attendance record for the miracle at anywhere. So I'm signing autographs. I'm doing the whole thing. And then I walk in to see part of the game. You know, I walk around into the stadium. And there's an old fart sitting up there with some other people. And I look up and I hear hear him say, I mean, he's one of those people who's talking about you. But make sure it's loud enough so that you can hear it. Or maybe his uh, hearing aid wasn't working that day. He's an atheist. Yeah, the guy says, "Oh, there is Neil." And the guy says, "Yeah, but he's an atheist." And he gave him a look like, "Oh, jeez." He's an atheist. I mean, I could have expected if he said, "Oh, he's a fag," you know, something like that. But this far transcended any of that stuff. And 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 that was the first time it ever dawned on me that there's this enormous stigma of not being one of the God people, even if you're a Neil God person. That's not good enough. You have to be one of the uh, the God people. So God bless you, Frank Giovoni, whoever the hell you are. 80 years old, he's from religious intolerant lunatics like the ones who killed the doctor in Buffalo the other day. Oh, yeah, we believe we're pro-life. We don't believe in your life, but uh, we're pro-life for those fetuses.
1: I we say that uh, Gainesville is a snorer town, but it's actually not a bad little town.
0: Um, and as far as... As, as compared tonight, to what? As compared to Tallahassee?
1: Well, yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, what could be worse than Tallahassee? It's, uh, you
1: know, there, there's nothing that's going to compare to Miami, you know, as far as diversity and all that. But it, it's not a bad town.
0: As far as perversity? <laughs> yeah,
1: as far as perversity.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, tonight's game, you got to be
0: excited. Lineup. up. thought those guys were all on the team last year. Okay, Dade County lines are open. could make eggs right here on the thing. I really could. I could fry eggs right on the counter. We got a phone system that doesn't work. Last night on the TV show, which is the last time I'm ever going to even mention it until it goes off next week, the, the the beginning they got the sound finally straightened out, no hum, and then as the show went on, the sound kept getting lower and lower, and the hum came back. We, you know, we, they want to disappoint. Want to make sure you get your free hum job on Whammy there. So we got a, a, a half-assed TV deal over there, which they can't technically get that thing straightened out. I got a situation here where we got a telephone system that has been crap since the day
3: we sat down here, and now it's just totally falling apart. I'm going to reset the whole thing during this break. And, when and what's that going to do? Uh, maybe nothing. Maybe something. Who knows? Don't you think it'd be a lot better if I just sat here and read all my great articles and yeah, play music would be a lot and better, stuff? But nevertheless, and not worried about the goddamn phone.
0: I'm just ha- warning. Haven't I on been hold. telling you that we've been getting dicked on this phone for for weeks yes. now? Yes, yes. Yeah, I has. mean, I've been doing this too long. I'm sorry. But you saw that right there when we sat down, and then all of a sudden, as soon as I started talking about it and punching the buttons up, magically and miraculously, all these people were on the line. I mean, I'm not that paranoid that I would sit here and make it up, because I know there's plenty of times in this town that you could say every word that's ever been invented, four-letter and five-letter and two-letter, as an F-U, and nobody would call. But uh, this is just too goddamn obvious. And is there anybody uh, here uh, in charge? No. Anybody involved in any of this stuff? No. straightened out for us? No. Of course not. They're all, uh, this one's on vacation again, and this one is out to launch, and this one's out of the building, and, uh, who the hell knows who's in charge here? Maybe it's the water Nazi. Oh. 1056, one line, for all you people that spend some time on hey. yeah.
8: Mr. Jetson, welcome to Radio Shop. Uh, hi, Jane sent me out to pick up a couple of batteries. So, what's she using them for? Yeah, so she wouldn't say. Just give me a couple of sea cells. Sure, that'll be one bar Latin. Uh, Here you go. Just a minute, Mr. Jetson. i got to ask you a few questions. Uh, I'm in kind of a hurry. Well, it won't take long. What's your address? Skypad Apartments. When were you born? 2062. Now, do you follow or obey religious organizations that might pose a threat to the Galactic Federation? Hey, what kind of. I'm sorry, Mr. Jetson. But I can't sell you these batteries until you answer my question. Uh, okay, no. He's very good, Mister Jetson. And now, and what's your penis size? What? What? That got to do? Sorry, Mister Jetson. Maybe I'm a another... cartoon, damn it. Tell sir, how about just your social galaxy number? Oh, I'll we'll be here all day. Answer the question, Mister Jetson. Uh, one trillion four billion. At
6: Radio flock, we have questions, and you damn well better have the answers.
8: Uh, is this for that free catalog? Oh no, you've got to pay for that.
0: And you came to the right place. It's Radio Schlock. All right. It's eleven oh one at five sixty WQM. By the way, it's f- molestation. Oh my God. Joseph Millian, a poor black bookkeeper in Haiti who reversed his fortunes to become the charismatic and revered leader of a Delray Beach church, was convicted on Tuesday of sexually molesting a young member of his congregation. A six-member jury. How else are you going to do check- it? What? How else are you going to do it? The jury found Millian not guilty of charges that he later developed a more involved sexual relationship with a girl. Millian, who remains with the pastor of the full assembly of Church of God and leader of its 300-member congregation, faces as many as 12 years in prison. Dozens of members of the congregation crowded into the West Palm Beach courtroom on between in-the-courtroom benches. Many of Millian's supporters who can consider him something of a cultural guru wept openly after the verdict. One woman collapsed in her husband's arms when Palm Beach County Circuit Judge Howard C. Berman ordered Millian back into custody and fondled them shortly after they arrived from Haiti. Two of the women say they later developed full sexual relations with Millian, but did not question it because of his stature in the community. Some of the alleged abuse took place more than a decade ago, so because of statutes of limitation, he was fatally flawed because Millian confessed to police that he had fondled the girls. Oh! Oh, father, that's good. Here we go again. So at least this time it was with girls... There you go. That's a breath of fresh air, a little bit of, of a change. Got to check out and see if you're a virgin, sweetheart. Yeah, i on. Let me just stick my probe in there and see what we find. Just probing for the truth. Here's Pompano Beach. Hello.
4: You know who this is, Go Leafs Go? Yeah. I just wanted to comment on a couple of things. First of all, I go to Gainesville every year, not for a football game, and I'll get back to that in a minute. Yeah. Gainesville's a beautiful town. It's really? It's in low rolling hills. It's got a lot of Victorian homes. That are just, you know, some of... Hockey
0: transcends all of this other crap as far as I'm concerned. Okay,
4: when I first came down here 22 years ago, I used to go out on my balcony and tune in Dan Kelly on KMOX right. in Lewis like so I could hear a hockey game. And Channel 2 would televise the game when they were fundraising, and they did more fundraising than they did televising of the game. Now, here's a bombshell. The number one event in the city of Gainesville every year is not a football game. It's the Gator National Drag Races held in March. It brings in more money. Oh, my God. Than all the Gator football games combined. They have what do drag you think queens in
0: March in Gainesville?
4: Every year in March.
0: Yeah, they're dragging it?
4: Yep. And the race racing too. And it, like I said, it brings in more money than all the football games combined. Yeah. How about that?
0: So, in other words, it's a great place.
4: Absolutely.
0: As compared to here. But then oh, yeah. what is it?
4: Real houses, Neil. Yeah. Real houses. Not all this concrete, stock, and stucco. Houses
0: actually look like houses. Ain't no Toronto, though, I'll guarantee you that.
4: No, it ain't no Toronto, but no. it is a nice town. Have a good
0: one. Okay, and God bless you, sir, and go Leafs go. Okay, there you go. We're getting a few reports on games. I, I'm going to tell you, I sat here that first 20 or 25 minutes would seem like an eternity to me. And I realize we've gone through a uh, rough, what is it, about the last six months on this radio station? But, I mean, this was just unbelievable. Just incredible. And it was like that skit on SCTV where the guy's sitting there doing a show and he's dead. He can't make the phone ring for love or money. And finally, after he starts screaming and swearing and carrying on and let's kill all your children and the phone finally rings and oh, wrong number. And that's what I felt like here this morning because we're being dicked here with a goddamn bunch of uh, cheap crap that they got at uh, Woolworth some- or somewhere at Radio Schlock. And we're trying to make magic here for these people. And is there anybody here who, like, has any interest in this? No. Oh, well, they just all conveniently happen to be out again here today. Get that automatic pilot switch going, because there ain't nobody here running the ship. Oh. Yeah, just the water Nazi. Here's a mobile in Fort Myers. Hello. Uh, yes,
4: Neil. Yes, sir. Hello? I'm here. Uh, yes, sir. can barely uh, hear you, though. Very briefly, very briefly. Uh, yesterday, uh, apparently, uh, on my suggestion, one of these... Uh, Colombian uh, hockey fans called
0: in. Oh, yeah, okay, have a nice day, pal. This guy wants to call every single day and tell me about his de- See, I, we don't play that game here, sir. We got just like the guy that called me yesterday who wanted to pick up where he was the day before and repeat the same whole conversation again about the pot and whatever we were talking about. We don't play that game here, sir. I realize you're kind of desperate over there in Fort Myers. Just kiss the ground that you got this show on here, at least temporarily but we're not going to have a running repartee. This is now his third attempt to call in here and and unload his uh, hostility and psychosis about Colombians. I hate to break the news to you, sir. I hope this doesn't burst your bubble. I like Colombians, okay? I'm not too big on the Medellin cartel, but anybody outside of that, which I think there might be ten people in the country you aren't, haven't joined yet, other than that, I like Colombians, Okay. So you yahoos over there in Fort Myers, now realize that not everybody who's listening, in fact, most people listen to the show don't fall in that category, but a few have spilled over who think that you can use this radio show to spew your generalized hatred and venom, forget it. Go get your sheets out, have a great time this weekend at the rally, and leave us alone over here, okay? And just kiss the ground that you're over there in Fort Myers, otherwise the Colombians would come and goddamn put your ass out of town on a rail. That's right. What a bunch of horse crap that is. Every day this guy feels compelled to call in, like he's going to have a running debate. I'll tell you what, old buddy. Why not come on down here? You give us a date. You give us a date at high noon, and we'll get a whole bunch of our Colombian friends to meet you down here. And we'll have a seminar at the Holiday Inn. And you can stand there and look him right in the puss, face to face. And you can tell them that they're all a bunch of subhuman, no good, thieving, scumbag, or whatever the hell you said. And then see what the response is, Okay. And maybe you might learn something. Maybe you might be able to iron out your differences. Oh. Eight minutes after 11 at 560.
6: Hey, yeah. Holy Mackinac. This is Joe Bowen, the voice of the Toronto Maple Leafs, and you're listening to the Hockey Authority, oh.
4: Neil God.
0: 560 WQM. Here's an interesting fact, which I think may have some truth in it. It says, your phone lines remain in trouble, so I resorted to the facts. The interest with the Florida Gators is nothing but the contrived controversy. The morning team comes up with the stimulate calls, and since we have a great number of overgrown children running around with their college banners stuck to their asses, those are the callers they get on the line. An effort, I guess, to impress the audience with the popularity of the show. Ten question marks? And he goes on to say, I'm not a hockey expert by any stretch of the imagination, but what the new coach of the Panthers has done with Mr. Whitney is not only unacceptable, but tedious repetition of the crappy product we were given last year. The more things change, the more they stay the same. Okay, excellent job, sir. Excellent observation. And right on all counts. And again, I don't want to diddle with anybody else's show, but I can only speak as somebody who's like a captive audience here the last 20 minutes of that show when I'm getting ready to do this show if we ever get the equipment working. And that is that hearing all these Gator people calling in and hearing that goddamn tape of that radio station up there over and over again is uh ponderous at best. Now, am I the only... Uh, George and I, are we the only two people in this state, in this town, who don't care about the uh, Gators? Uh-huh. We've got to be. We're out of step, mister. You better get with it. I don't give a flying crap about the Gators, about the Seminoles, about the Hurricanes, or about the Spartans, to be honest with you. I saw a little bit of their pathetic performance against Minnesota Saturday, which they wind up blowing a game in the last minute and a half. Minnesota scores ten points. And we wind up blowing a game. And I'm used to it. Did it did it change my life? No. It reminds me of a call I had this morning. I'm coming to work and some kid calls, he's reading a prepared speech about the Dolphins congratulating them on their win on Sunday and bada beep bada And then he talks about the Buffalo. He's reading it. He's got it written out longhand. And he talks about all the sleepless nights we've had in the past over Andre Reid and uh, this one and Bruce Smith. And I'm thinking to myself, I know it's been a great rivalry for a long time until the Bills' fortunes turned south. But, I mean, is there anybody in this town that had sleepless nights about the Dolphins playing the Buffalo Bills? No. I mean, d- did you ever have any sleepless nights over? <clears throat> Unless maybe you were making a big bet. I can understand having sleepless nights if you're making, you know, uh, a compulsive gambler like Defoe or some of the other people we got on this station but a sleepless night, and this was some kid who I don't think is making any bets on the game, not yet. Sleepless nights over Bruce Smith and Andre Reed and uh, Jim Kelly, who's long gone, and all those other goyim. Wow, and Thurman Thomas. Here's uh, Miami, hello. Neil. Yes, sir.
1: i have been all day, huh? Yes,
0: no, all day?
1: Well, this is morning.
0: Yeah.
1: I I went to Gainesville last week, and I went to school there for five and a half years. Yes, sir. And uh, you have some older people calling in. they're kind of missing the point behind Gainesville.
0: Okay, what is the point behind Gainesville?
1: I spent five and a half years there. I still go a couple times a year. It's because of the drug scene, Neil.
0: Yeah.
6: Can't uh, beat not... that gator meat.
1: Well, it's not any different than any other city or town. Uh, there's a lot of hillbillies, a lot of money
0: to go there. Well, I why don't these there. people who call in on the morning show, why don't they admit that instead of talking about Steve Spanish well, who's on the team and who's going to catch the most passes and who's got the biggest linemen and all this other tedious crap, why don't they talk about the good stuff? Well, maybe they'll wait
1: 40, Neil. Is maybe when they discover
0: Viagra in Gainesville, man, maybe these guys might get a life.
1: And they have the, all, the best all-night rave club in the country, in Gainesville.
0: Yeah. For the good news, there's our first honest call of the year, and it's already the end of October. We have an open line in Broward, Dade County, because the phone is still all screwed Nothing. up and will be what? I keep checking them. Nothing. Yeah, okay. Well, I don't want to say those are the Dade lines because some of the, that's another thing with this system. Some of them come in on those last three lines. Who knows where the phones are coming in here? I'm sitting here screaming and carrying on like a maniac and, uh, the phone system's a piece of crap anyway. So what's the point? 567056 will just keep, uh, you know, going up and down. <laughs> just keep punching it. And the phone lines, too, and see if there's anybody... Button, button, who's got the button, baby? This is unbelievable. I've done talk shows under bizarre circumstances before in my life, but never in my life with one where we're playing hide-and-seek today with a phone. Just beautiful. Nice going, Greg. Here's a mobile in Margate. Hello.
1: Hey, what's up, Neil? Yes, sir. Uh, Real briefly, uh, I want to just say I agree with everything you say about religion.
0: Speak in tongues. Grab a hold of that wicked snake like they do on Kenneth's frequency and twist it and yank it. And the snake, too. 5670560. Oh, I have no idea what we got and what we don't have because uh, I do know what we do have, and that's a crappy phone system that's been crappy since the day we sat... Who makes this thing? Gentner? Whoever the hell Gentner is, I wish you have a, a like, a bad bowel movement, okay? I hope you wind up with a bruised goddamn... Like I had there for a few days.
3: Not only does their phone system suck, Yeah. they're call screening software sucks Was it's designed by someone who never produced a show. Yeah. And when you try to talk to them about it, they don't want to hear from it. Yeah. So we tried to get some modifications But I'll bet done you it sure was cheap compared Bad to whatever attitude. we used on a oh, radio yeah. station. No question.
0: You know, you can knock IOD all you want, but I'll tell you one thing, okay? And we had some stuff over there like those old cart machines. You know, we had some stuff that wasn't maybe the best. But generally speaking, Mitch Ween over there and then even, uh, what's his name? Roy! Paxson who was a hard-ass, but nevertheless, they spent just untold amounts of money to bring in the best goddamn equipment, the most state-of-the-art stuff that money could buy. Unfortunately, just like over there at Whammy, they had a bunch of engineers who didn't know how to make it work right with their digital stuff at the uh, TV station, but nevertheless, they spared no expense in bringing us in the -the state-of-the-art to try at least to give us the opportunity to compete to be a real goddamn radio station on AM, which ain't easy, baby. But this joint over here, and I'm going to tell you, you Beasley people over there in Naples, you're a disgrace. You're not broadcasters, you're schlockmeisters. Schlockmeisters. If this audience could have seen what we went through those last days of December before we finally got on the air, coming in here day after day after day, and being told, well, this part... And and the stuff was coming in here piecemeal. Because we sure weren't going to spend that money to buy new stuff, were we? No. Oh, no. We had to get the computer over here, the DCS that plays all of this neat uh, stuff like like that. We had to get this from uh, Philadelphia from some of their other uh, Bum fork station up there. And it came in pieces. One carton one day, another carton... And of course, uh, poor George Corso was working 24 hours a day, trying to put it together with scotch tape. And then, of course, this this beat-up old cart deck that they probably kicked out of one of those. Maybe even the Fort Myers station said, here, we don't want this thing in a building anymore. That also came in a box. Like I said, this was like a Tinker Toy studio, a Tinker Toy radio station. We're sitting here with like a 10 or 11 share in men in this market on a make-believe goddamn radio station. Getting postcards saying, hey, Greg Reed, get Neil off. We want sports on here 24 hours a day. How do you like that? (laughs) So you can go back to your two shares. Or maybe your one shares like when you had when Christine was on here in the midday. And even when I was off the air for seven months, did they still have a number here in midday? No. No, they did not. So just so we can satisfy some of these overgrown children. And like I said, you listen to the conversation. You try to talk about any sport in this town. There are no people in this town who can discuss sports intelligently. Maybe like 1% of the people here. And and most of those are people who are fans of other teams because they're sure as hell not from here. Stevie Wiserman, that guy yesterday, that wiser guy yesterday with Stevie Wiserman. Yeah, another hockey expert. But college football, now we're talking, baby. Because they got, and we found out why. They got the good weed up there in Gainesville. At least we finally had somebody who straighted out for us. Only took us an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah, but we finally got to the bottom of it. Get the seeds out of it. Here's Fort Myers. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir.
1: You tell them about Beasley. They got all the money down there in Naples, and they they remodeled 770 over here, you Did know. Did they really? Yeah, so that's about the time that uh, you came on. Yeah, so they well, I did. hope the
0: signal is loud and clear over there and that everybody over on the West Coast hears me saying that the Beasleys are a cheap bunch of bastards who look like they came out of a Dempsey uh, dumpster well, they, is what they look like.
1: They're giving up good talk radio over here, and uh, they're putting on uh, another uh, shock jock in the morning uh, with, with old Joe, uh, and uh, so we'll see what happens here. I wanted to talk to you about Gainesville. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you want to know about it?
0: Anything you want to tell me, pal? I've never well, been there. Well, I want to find out what the big attraction besides all the guys get laid twice a day and the weed is good. But other than that,
1: well, it's right uh, uh, <laughs> about the weed when you when yeah. you go across Payne's Prairie, it, it turns blue over yeah. there. All right. And and uh, uh, was was really good. They got the homegrown. Yeah. You know, with the little with the little red uh, hairs coming out of it. Yeah. Like the that. little red hair is coming out of it. Yeah, I, little I, red
0: pubic hairs coming I, out of it. Yeah.
1: But I wouldn't know about that stuff. I haven't smoked that for a long time. Yeah, I,
0: we believe but, you. I know but, you got to watch your ass in Fort Myers. Always, understand?
1: Always was good when it was there, but it's a nice town. It's uh they got hills. Yeah. Uh, well,
0: they got a lot of big open spaces to grow all that good stuff out in. That's the good right part. The country, we don't have that down here.
1: Well, you go towards Waldo's. You know, outside of town, up towards Stark. Yeah. By, uh, by, um, by Rayford. Rayford there, yeah. Yeah, Rayford, you know. And uh, so you got some real country out in that area. See, that's area. one
0: good thing, that uh, Gainesville's close to Stark, so that when they take most of those Gator criminals, uh, players away, they you know, don't have far to go.
1: Is that
0: what's been happening? They've oh, that, yeah. They don't, they don't talk too much about it, you know, but they take a lot of those big guys away in the middle of the night.
1: Well, um... I I wish that uh, we could get some good talk radio over here. I, I I'd rather just have no mo Joe.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And and, uh, and leave Gene Roberts on here, but I don't know. Beasley don't want to listen. Yeah. Either.
0: Well, we keep saying that on our morning show here too. No mo Joe, but they won't listen to us. Okay, pal. Have, have a great good. day. And hide the good stuff because there's a little knock at your door right now. Okay. We have an open line in Broward and a couple in Dade. Maybe. Maybe not. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT T wireless line. We got the old, broken-down Beasley crap here today, baby. The best crap that money can buy. Because, believe me, no matter which, whether it's Bruce Beasley or the other guys, their middle name is... Crap. Make no mistake about that. That's what they specialize in. 24 hours a day, round the clock. Because, uh, last time I heard, crap. is real cheap. You can get it by the pound right in your backyard. 25 hours so mellow, it was just... It was frightening. And then I went through that first 20 minutes here of screaming and carrying on and wondering if I was losing my mind and not seeing one light on the board light up. And then, I, can you imagine what would have happened if I wouldn't have gone up and down the thing there and checked those lines? I'd be in a goddamn rubber room by now. I'd be in a goddamn straight jacket in a rubber room. And my good friend Larry Mixon over there at Bell South, Southern Bell, whatever you're calling yourself this week, how many years have I gone through this with you, Mr with your crappy phone operation in your phone system and sending the tones down here, and your goddamn linemen who are uh, playing games and uh, fast and loose with whatever's going on here in terms of this make-believe phone system. You're not fooling me, Larry. This horse crap has been going on for 150 years with me here. 25 after 11 at 5 o'clock, the Boogster at 6, we got the Panthers and the Detroit Red Wings. 7 o'clock pregame, 7, (laughs) up those tickets, Panther Pack, 500 of those and 500 more. Let's pack that place tonight, and if Terry Murray diddles around away, I think he's going to diddle around. Then we'll start booing his ass. Behind you, Terry. I'm just a few rows behind you, Terry. Get a brain, Terry. That's right. I'm going to have old laryngitis tomorrow morning. Five six seven zero oh, five sixty. Let me uh, get him. Let me try him. Five six seven zero oh, five sixty and pound five sixty on the eighteen t wireless line. We We're can operating play... with
3: what? We can play call or no call. Call or no call. That's good. Rick and Sons would like that. No call
0: on one. No call on two.
3: No call on three, I predict.
0: No call on three. Okay, there you go. Well, it's a 50-50 chance. It's like flipping your thing, flipping your loin. 567-0560, five, oh, five, pound 560 on the at t wireless line in Dade County, maybe, we think. And if you call and it rings and rings, uh, too bad. Here's a mobile in Palm Beach. Hello? Hey, Neil. Yes, sir.
2: What were you talking about Bruce Smith for? Meaning what? I don't know. I missed it. You were talking about... Call a-
0: and uh, open up your ears, Okay. This guy's called me. What was I talking about him for? Because he's an asshole, pal, just like you are. He's a big, fat asshole from Buffalo, wherever he's from. Open line at Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the at t line. And all three in date, I think. Hello? QAM. Hello? Yes, sir. Why are you screening? What is it? Why are you screening? What do you mean, why am I screening? Yeah. Oh, is this one the little Julio's, one of our little boyfriends? Mm-hmm. Yeah, blow it out your ass. That's what we got. Why aren't we screening? He wants to know. Oh, he's operating his own little show over there in his house, and of course he had to run his boyfriend. Is there panting on the bed? And this guy, you notice how he had to put the instrument down and run to the phone? Who the hell are you kidding, sweetheart? Julio. Tell you one thing, he ain't no Colombian. Five six seven zero five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir.
4: Uh, your material and your sound bites are very steel. They're very what? Steel. Steel. You need some new material, Neil.
0: Then why are you listening?
4: I monitor you. You're oh, stuck. you
0: another one that monitors. It's the same asshole from Boca again, who pretends to be in Fort Lauderdale. Over and over and over again. He's monitoring. He not only is monitoring because he hates me in the show, but he's also, at least while he has to monitor, he'd like to hear some fresh new material, is what he says. Okay, one call left on the board here. Mobile in Deerfield Beach, and then we can go to the music, like I said. Hello?
1: Hey, Neil, what's going on? Not How too was, much, uh, pal. Another nightmarish day for a be- I, I, for I, measly yeah, yeah.
0: greed broadcasting.
1: I'll tell you, these phones are really screwed up. I was calling for Bo Griffiths, but uh, I guess I got you. Yeah, uh, I believe I, I, it. <laughs> Listen, Psychic nah, I, hotline. I went to a UF for about five and a half years. F.U., I yeah. You, I can give you the real scoop on okay. what's going on in the U.S. Well, first off, I mean, let, let's get to the point of what you really want to know. Make your life enjoyable in Gainesville, what you might want to go there for. The gay population there is thriving.
0: Really? Oh, I mean, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of fags in Gainesville.
1: <laughs> but, you know, I mean, it's a real liberal town. There's no it's fags great. in the- Gainesville. Um, but uh, in the summer, though, it sucks absolutely horrible it's yeah a big overgrown hick town that's all it is. Uh-huh. you know but uh it's a great town i mean i was there like i said for five and a half years although if i uh, if i would have had to do it all over again i wouldn't went to fsu and the only reason that is uh you know if you're a swinging richard uh uh i mean th- there are too many swinging richards in gainesville all right I really? mean put it that way oh huh. well, yeah i mean if you're a hot girl in gainesville you got it made you know i mean so anyway
0: that's really it. Okay, glad you had a great time, pal. Lot, Bottoms pal. up. Okay, there's the lowdown. It's just a party place where people get drunk, they get laid, they got the good weed, they got green stuff, blue stuff, yellow stuff, stuff of undetermined origin, and that's it. And all these assholes calling on a morning show talking about the uh, big Schwartz is going to go out and catch the pass. Nobody cares about that. So uh, quit putting on an act. Okay, we cleaned the board out, thank God. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Lots of response to that John Grogan column that I read
5: were many glory holes. Really? Filled with concrete. Yeah. On a, a sign on the wall by the
1: Volusia County people up there, the drilling of holes in on these
9: premises is unlawful and violators will be prosecuted.
1: Guess they don't like those glory holes up there, Neil.
0: Yeah, in fact, last time I was up there, there was a big sign that said... You're looking <laughs> for glory holes. Yeah.
1: Well, they're looking for them. That's it, Neil. Okay, thanks for the
0: good news. That's what they're doing up there in Palooza County, baby. That's right. I guess the goat got tired. He got wore out. Two open lines in Dade. Five, six, seven. So if you're black or Hispanic, my suggestion is to you, you probably shouldn't be in Florida in the first place unless you're like in Dade County. But nevertheless, because they'll come and get your ass. But don't be driving through Volusia County, especially if you got more than 50 cents. If you got some spare change, and don't be feeling the change either. Don't be reaching in your pocket feeling the change, or you're going straight to
3: goddamn jail. And also don't have a dead county
0: tag. Oh, God. Dead giveaway. Here's uh Mobile in Boca. Hello. Neil? Yes, sir.
1: How you doing? I'm Great. a Colombian down here in South Florida.
0: A Colombian? Yes, sir. Holy crap.
1: I'll tell you what, I heard a, a gentleman... A uh 2 or 3 days ago you played a skit saying that we were most despicable people on earth.
0: He was in it. That's the same guy that called the 20 minutes ago trying to get on again to say the same crap from I'll Fort Myers. I tell
1: you what. I'm sure he's, by never the
0: way, been... he's not a gentleman. He's an asshole. Right.
1: Yeah. I'm sure he's never been to our country and if he was he 10 years if there, he ever did story. go, I'm sure Oh no, he'd he claims he spent the...
0: he claims he spent 10 years there probably behind bars. I
1: I, I yeah, probably. But you know what the drug trade we most people over there don't use it. It's the, the man here in the United States that people, you know, they want it, so we we supply it. So there what's wrong with that?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And You're I, just I'm with you, business
0: so girl. There you go. Or even one.
5: That, yeah, there you go. Neil. That's or, all I have right now. Okay, man.
0: pal. Hasta que milvitas. Okay. We have an open line at Broward, Two and am excited. I'm going to get that Panther song out again today. Anybody want to hear that? No. <laughs> oh. I'm going to spend a couple more hours on Terry Murray, man, not... Now, what just happened there? What was that? I just, I looked off to the side here for like a half a second. Half a second. I just counted it by
3: actual count. Well, that was them just hanging out. All at the same time? Two of them. Everybody at the same time. Is that what you just telling oh, me? Well, there's nobody in Jade. There
0: has not been. Here's a mobile in Coral Springs. Hello, our last call of the year. Hello.
1: Oh, I hope I'm a
0: good last call of Better the year. Better be. But... Take all the time you want, pal. Thank you. I appreciate this is that. Another, every day here is another day from hell in this place. You can't just come in here and do a goddamn regular radio show. Every day in here is another major song and a dance.
2: I feel your pain. Believe me. Neil, uh with the Red Wings being in town,
1: I think there should be one lesson to the great people of South Florida, and that is that the way that the Red Wings became...
0: Yeah, that's right. So, you know, The day he lurking... made that deal and brought in Bob Essens, though, the human sieve, to play goal, they said, hey, uh, Brian, by the way, get out of here. You're gone. You're out.
1: That's right. And that's, uh, you see, they to won't to it.
0: figure it out here because, first of all, you've got uh, the problem is you have an owner of the team. All he's going to do in the meantime, 10 games, he doesn't Absolutely give a crap true. anymore.
1: Everything's And the And if
0: and you expect the fans here to give a crap, I mean, they'll let me sit here and rant and rave and make up a bunch of no BM buttons and jump on the bandwagon for that. But there's no, uh, concern. There's no interest. They don't even know who the hell's playing anymore. Correct. It's an absolute fashion show, I got my maple leaf stuff on. I'm dolled up. There you go, And they beat your ass twice. Okay, we have an open line today. Well, you know, it may ring, it may not ring. We might pick it up, we might not, but it's like telephone roulette today, okay? 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. What a deal. And by the way, don't forget uh, this Saturday, noon to two, I keep forgetting all about these we have here. Just a little bit over and above and beyond. If you want to, and also even a Rick and Suds, they got a few of those left. And also the old, the best of Neil stuff stuff, you can order right there on the uh, internet. And Neil Rogers to be at Ben & Jerry's in Aventura, noon to 2 the Aventura. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir.
9: Last night, Channel 51 showed El- The Exorcist in Espanol. All right. And it was a hoot. Do
4: okay. uh, you, you remember
9: the scene where Father Marin and, and Father Karras first go in to
2: talk to uh, Reagan? Yeah. And he, st- he starts screaming and everything at him? <laughs> in the Spanish, he sure. goes into
0: Spanish. Well, she was multilingual. Marricone, 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 <laughs> right? <laughs> He called me, Padre Marin, Maricón. to mamá, mamá, in Haiti, is right. And uh, also, uh, the power of... Lots of, of mamas Christ. going on in there.
9: The power of Christ compels you. Yeah. In español, it's el poder de Cristo te obliga.
0: <laughs> All right. Great. There you go. Baby, you. Why do do this to me? Exactly. There you go. Thanks, Dale. Okay, have a great day, pal. May the spirit of Christ compel you to do something good. We have an open line in uh, Broward. Well, let's just check that out, okay? Line 1. There you go. Dalton on 1. Dalton on 3. See, we have to keep checking these out because they don't ring and they don't light up and they don't do anything. And Our phone system is totally broken down. But at least one good thing. The people in date are consistent. We don't have to check those too much because they're not ringing anyway. Let's try uh, Coral Springs. Hello? Coral Springs.
9: Yeah, hey, Neil. How you doing? This drug epidemic is out of control again in South Florida. And there's uh, a little more to that airport stuff than
0: you're allowing your listeners to hear. That I'm allowing them to hear? What does that mean?
9: Well, uh, so you know, the kilo, a kilo of cocaine in South Florida now is cheaper than it's, than it's been in about 25 years. There's more drugs coming through here. And when they're doing those wait, profiles... Wait,
0: wait wait, wait but your one was in Houston, Texas, February 27, 1991. It's got the name of the individual. It's got the name of the judge who made the ruling on it. It's got all the details. It is true. It Sir, is anytime, true. People are anytime having you're,
9: their... Anytime you're at an international airport, they have a right to search you no matter what. And, you know, that's part of the obligation of flying.
0: And, and, uh, and they have a right to take any money you have on you and tell you that you're a drug dealer and not even give you a receipt?
9: They, they do give you a receipt. If they didn't, that'd be corruption. If they didn't give a receipt, there's a reason for that.
0: Wait, wait. What would the reason be, sir? Probably because
9: they've identified that person as a drug trafficker and he actually's going to owe people money. If they don't give him a well, receipt... Well, sir, let me say well, Sir, 30%. did, did
0: you, you just want to make a lot of noise or did you hear the article I read? I spent, you know, a couple of minutes no, reading did,
9: it. I did hear the thing. And you know what? You know, sometimes I, I got to respect your honesty, but sometimes you just only cover half of uh, half of the issue. And what I'd like to do is I'd like to inform you a little bit. If they didn't give him a receipt, it's obvious that they wanted him to go through and he had to answer to somebody because there was drug money.
0: Sir, let me say it to you again. There were no drugs found. They didn't even arrest him, okay, but they kept the money. Let me say it again. They kept the money. When the officer, he asked them for a receipt, they handed him a receipt for an undetermined amount of U.S. currency, not even an amount of money. It took him two years to go to court and get his money back. Neil. You're there, were, very, uh, there were no drugs, there was no arrest, and there was no conviction. Neil. And you can keep you're, saying, you're Neil, Neil, insult. Neil, 50,000 times. This goes on all the time.
9: Neil, you're an intelligent guy. First of all, these things are impossible for them to carry $9,000 worth of narcotics on them. Number two, you know uh, it you was imp-
0: to- It was impossible for what?
9: And they carry nine thousand dollars worth of narcotics. So on so him. where was it? You Neil, know, that isn't the way they transport money. Where and was say, the narcotics? You
0: know. sir, where was the narcotics? He either delivered it or he was on his way to pick it up. Oh, so in other words, you so in other words you we have psychic DEA people now? We know this for a fact? That if I get on a plane and I'm flying home from you didn't hear the click? No, I didn't because I was talking too loud, thank God. He hung up. Because he's got no balls, and he's another one of those lying pieces of crap turd. Uh, porkers is what he is. Another porker who will defend anything that the law enforcement people do in this country. And, and you know, that was only one page I read out of this book. There are hundreds of pages t- uh, t- telling you about s- similar stories, and worse. Oh, but we just made it up. You're, you know, you're a bright guy, but you're only telling half of the story. I'm telling you the whole goddamn story, sir. The DEA ought to be disbanded today. They ought to disband the whole goddamn DEA because all this is a big, gigantic waste of taxpayer time and money. And they use the news media. Oh, we made this big bust today, and we did it. Yeah, whoopee-doo. You're really doing a hell of a job. Hassling the hell out of people, and especially minorities, because we know that any minority member who's got a lot of cash on him, he is a drug dealer. Don't ask any questions. Don't give him a receipt. Just bust his ass, bust his chops, hassle the hell out of him, just like blacks and Hispanics driving through Volusia County, which we know there's no rednecks, no bigots up there. Just like that guy over there in Fort Myers, and the Colombians are the worst. Uh, I mean, how in God's name can anybody get on the air? Can they go anywhere and make and make statements like that? The fill in the blank. The are the biggest scumbags, the worst bunch of dreck, the worst, you know, whatever. So thank God we don't live in the deep south with a bunch of bigots. Four minutes till I'll noon. Listen I not anything I said and was so cowardly that he just hung up and disappeared. Again, this is from the book Lost Rights, James Bovard, The Destruction of American Liberty, which you all damn well ought to be reading. Once upon a time, pal, we all have to goose step and see it your way because you want us to live in a goddamn police state and some of us just aren't going to be quite obedient enough to satisfy you. Here's plantation. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir.
6: Monday, I was listening to you uh, talk about a book, something about God, and you said you can't find it. I went out on the web, I couldn't find it. Where do you find this book?
0: A book about God? You mean uh, farewell, that. farewell to God, farewell Temple? Yeah. yeah. Have to buy it from uh, Canada. Book shopping. Uh huh.
9: Why can't it be like that here? What is it? Why can't it be like that here?
0: Because this is a repressed, constipated country, sir. That's why it can't be like that here, because we got a bunch of sanctimonious hypocrites. That's I'm why. To see people smoking pot like nothing. Yeah. I'm like, geez, it's a heaven. Okay, glad, glad you had a good time, sir. We have an open line of date, 5670560, Tom 560 on a mobile one line. Here's Boynton Beach. Hello.
1: Uh, Neil. Yes, sir. Hi, how are you? I'm a young Julio, and uh, very interested in your topic. I, uh, a couple years ago, I had gone through the uh, DEA system, People they bust, the more. I can't believe your phone lines aren't lit up.
0: They are okay. now. They are after that asshole call. They all lit up like a Hanukkah I can't believe bush. That
1: guy. That guy has no clue. He's he's putting. He's playing with people's lives. And he's got no proof on nothing and i mean and i walk...
0: I'm, I'm sitting here reading to him right from this book which i'm sure this guy didn't you know he researched this book very well he didn't just make this stuff up he's got names and dates and uh, the judge's name and i'm reading to him. and it, well uh you know he must have had uh, you know he didn't have it on him he didn't have. you know we as we presume that you're guilty because you've got cash there you go can, can you imagine i was just saying to george during the break can you imagine getting off a plane in vegas and having a bunch of dea guys there with dog sniffing dogs checking to see if you have a lot of cash on you yeah
1: well i'm sure ve- Vegas
0: wouldn't have anything to they do with that. They wouldn't put up with that for five seconds, I, man. They'd have those DEA people be sleeping with the
3: fishes.
1: They know who they're messing with in Vegas, believe right. me. But, Vegas, uh, Neil, you're wonderful. You have a great show, and uh, I have a different outlook of life because you give me a lot of uh, aspirations, and uh, Neil's got go.
0: See, the reason it's so great there is because it's not a police state. Do no harm. Let people live, that's all. We have all these self-fulfilling prophecies here in this country. The more drug uh, enforcement organizations we got, the more people, more drug addicts we have to have to keep them in business. The more things that you make illegal, the more agencies you have to have, the more billions of dollars you got to spend. Instead of taking care of things that really need to be taken care of all these billions of dollars were wasted on this horse crap. And we got people starving to death and freezing to death in the wintertime on the streets of this country. And we're spending billions of dollars to fight the wicked weed because these people, like uh, we've said all this last couple of weeks that we've been talking about this, it's a big goddamn bureaucratic nightmare is what it is, and they have to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger and more and more money because they have to justify their existence. Drug-sniffing dogs, baby, because you might have a joint on your ass. How do you like that? Oh, my God. Anybody ever have a joint near their... It's uh, eight minutes past noon at five, who turns out to be a wacko and full of crap from some scumbag. And we're just going to come in and seize your property. We're not even going to take the trouble to look and see if it's uh, for real. But we're just going to come in and do whatever the hell we want. And then you can go to court and spend all your hard-earned money and uh, work to get your property back, maybe if you're lucky. And let me say, and only because the Pittsburgh newspaper exposed the uh, the fiasco, the scandal... They finally said, okay, well you can have your property back, but you got to sign off and uh, the, the, agree not to ever sue us.
2: Neil. Yes, sir. Neil, I'm a consummate caller here, calling from Cape Coral on the morning show from eight to ten. My host tells me I talk too much and I'm.
0: Too... Yeah, good. Okay, we don't want chronic callers, okay? He's the consummate. As soon as he said I'm a consummate caller, little bells and buzzers were going off in my head. We don't do chronic callers over here, okay, sir? Just listen, because you obviously have nothing to say. He's the consummate caller. Chronic is what the word is, sir. Chronic pain in the ass. We don't need you. We don't want you. Go the hell away. I've been out of shape. We hurt his feelings. I feel really, really... Crazy. Okay, we apologize, Denise. Hello? Uh, hello? Yes, sir.
1: Yeah, I call up about that, uh, having money on you. Yes? I was at Cold when I had... Uh, I, I hit a race for $7,000. Drug dealer! No. Yeah. <laughs> and... The security guards, you know, they got that five percent guys up there. Right. So they took me and these, uh, this five percent guy down. Uh, That's right. I, they took me into the security
4: office. And and, and, and what
1: happened? I, what they were trying to do, they were trying to say that this guy signed my tickets for income tax. Don't even know the guy. I got, I had seven, eight thousand dollars in my pocket, and I just refused to let go. Wait a
0: minute, you, say, you mean to say that they paid you in cash?
1: Well, yeah. They'd, you know, you know when you hit a big
0: trifecta. Yeah, they usually write you a check. They don't no, give you no, cash. No, 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 no. Yeah, sure they do. No, no. So what do you want? You were you were cheating the government for Christ's sake. Those guys call me and complaining. Like the five percent, or you got to do that. Very, uh, you got to know where to go and who to see, man. Well, Fat Rich will turn you on to who to see. We have an open line date, Five six seven zero five sixty. Now what he's talking about is that when they take the money off, instead of your thirty percent or whatever, or twenty percent that they take off the top of the government. Here's a guy trying to cheat the goddamn government. Trace that call, by the way. Leave
3: the poor old fart alone.
0: Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello.
1: Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. First time, long time. All right. I'm not chronic. (laughs) Well, you took the words out of my mouth before the break, and that's that caller after the break. But, you know, I'd like to say that, uh, um, you know, you're right. This is a jackbooted police state. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, like you said, these these guys are just... you know, they're taking our money, they're taking our property, and people need to protect their assets, you know. Um, I, I want to know what the book is. I, I heard Lost Rights, but I didn't get the uh, author. Jane? the uh, legislature and in the executive branch, which is a violation of the Constitution, separation of powers. But people don't even realize that because they're not even taught civics in school anymore. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Anyway, I love you, buddy. Okay, pal. All right. Have a
0: great day. We have an open line at date 1 and... If you want to be in America, don't walk around with a lot of cash on you, okay? That's the message. And the darker your complexion is, the less cash you ought to be carrying around. Because we know there's no schwarzes out there that I have more than, like, ten bucks. Right? Wouldn't you say that's about right? Let's pick a number. If you're black, in fact, if you're real, real dark black, and you got more than, like, uh, two, three dollars on it... Well, let's see. Now, how much is it? Five dollars for the vagrancy law? What's the vagrancy law, George? How little do you have to have on you, and they can arrest you for a vagrant? Five bucks, I think.
3: I don't know. Hasn't that changed? I thought it was under twenty. No, no, no. Under you 20? twenty bucks. How the hell did I ever make
0: it through those years at KAT? Don't you remember my story about how the day that I was on a Sunday and my uh, bank card wasn't working that day, and I was broke, and I wanted to go have lunch over there on Alton Road? What the hell was the name of that place? Whatever it was. And I had no cash. And I put my card in the machine and it wouldn't work. I thought, geez, I'm going to be fast. Young kipper today. I didn't even know it. And I'm walking across the street and I look on the, uh, by the curb and there's like six dollar bills sitting there on the uh, ground. And of course, that's back in 76. So $6 and 76 bought me a nice meal and a big uh, banana split. Yeah. And I said, all right. There you go. It's America. They paved the streets with money. We have an open line at day one. Of- yeah decriminalized pot in Florida.
6: Neil Rogers is my lover. So you're completely rooted in science with no beliefs outside of what you can see with your own two eyes. Well then, chances are that the Old Testament didn't do it for you. And neither did the new one. So in the Lord's final attempt to bring your sorry ass around, check out the latest book from God entitled, Screw You Too, You Ungrateful Little Bastard. Uh, Start off in chapter one with, Who Do You Think Caused the Flood That Wiped Out Your House Last Week? Uh, Then move on to such later chapters as Step Outside, I Dare You. And Drop to Your Knees and Pray or Those Hemorrhoids Won't Ever Go Away. It's Screw You Too, You Ungrateful Little Bastard. The latest release from God. It's Better Than the Book of Mormon, Better Than the Torah and the Bible combined. Buy yours today. You're a bastard.
0: Okay, 1244-560-WQM. Happy Tuesday to you from all your good friends here at All Spots Radio. 560-QAM. Here's uh, Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Yes, sir.
1: Hey, Neil. Uh, I just want to let you know I love your show. Watch you all the time on TV. Yeah. Uh... Yesterday, you had, a, the best show you've ever had in a long time.
0: Tomorrow, I'm just gonna come in and read that damn book on uh, I was oh, gonna I was ask deep. you if you could just go
1: ahead and read that book.
0: Yeah, I think, I see, I'm psychic. I'm a step ahead of you, man. Tomorrow, I'm just gonna come in. I mean, why the hell should I waste my time screaming and begging these people got nothing to say about anything? Uh, I come in here yesterday. They ought to be lined up at every bookstore in this town to knock the doors down, trying to buy that book, and find out what the hell's really going on in this country, and what's really being done to them, and they don't give a crap.
1: Yeah, I think it was uh really good, and I'd like to hear some more of it. And uh, you've been going on about the hockey. Wayne sucks. You know, the hockey sucks. Uh, not the hockey,
0: but... Anything you know, he touches sucks.
1: Yeah, you know... He's got and, the and minus the touch in reverse. The, I mean, I'm sure if you didn't get tickets for free, you wouldn't even buy him to go there. <laughs> I, I
0: wouldn't. You're right. I would not.
1: You know, but uh I just want to let you know I loved that yesterday, and uh, I'm going to buy my wife that book. And, uh, uh, I wish you'd read some more
0: callers. All right. Have a great day. All right. Okay. Thank you. We have an open line in Brock that's starting next week. They had to like, uh, cause the NBA ain't playing anyway. They're out of business. And, uh, the NFL is very, very boring. I mean, just no scoring. It's boring. And the hockey is becoming that way too, even with the rule changes and the, you know, two more feet behind the net and the, uh, goal crease is smaller. They still can't stick it in there. It's, uh, pretty ponderous most of the games. So I think that other than hockey, uh, we'll let hockey go for a couple of more years just for my own selfish. But other than that, let's just get rid of it all, okay? And then we can start talking about stuff that really matters, like sex. Here, okay, thank you so much. Okay, we have an open line in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's a lady in North Miami, hello.
10: Hi,
1: Neil.
0: Yes, ma'am. Uh, that's
1: a tough act to
0: follow. Well, he couldn't even get a good greps out. That was pretty bad. Must have been in the middle of lunch.
1: Maybe uh, i went to the arena friday Yes, the, uh because my husband wanted to see Messi score his 600th goal well he got his wish that's right but you were right about excited that.
0: that's right when there's something to get excited about they got excited and that was me and that's if i'm right. if i'm the most exciting thing uh, in a place in a hockey game you know the game is uh, terminal
1: we're in big trouble right and that's about it. Have a good uh, afternoon.
3: And back to you. Bye-bye.
0: Okay, we have an open line. indeed. do these people understand about Whitney being on a fourth line? No. Do they know Peter Worrell from Peter Graves? No. But, hey, they're into it. Here's a Hollywood. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Uh,
1: this is the guy. I remember a couple of weeks ago I called the Little Caesars and Steve's Pizza Ordeal.
0: Yeah. How you doing? Yeah, you had Terminal.
2: Remember that?
0: Yeah, you were bellyaching about a bunch of crap. Yes, of course I, I remember I wanted to make sure
2: you know who I was. Yeah. Neil. How come, uh. Terrible
0: call, the worst.
2: Neil, how come when, at, 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 uh, Michael, at, uh, at Connie's wedding, how come, uh, when,
1: when Luca Brodsky was outside being waiting, waiting to see the Don, uh, and when Tom Hagen told the Don he went, Luke wanted to see him?
0: I don't know. Go ask the people at Pizza Hut, okay? Get out of here. That's a guy. Don't you remember this guy? He was calling about Steve's pizza. They didn't have the slices. And then he got in the car and he went over to Pizza Hut and they didn't they have the made up story because they don't Oh, sell yeah, this guy, bony baloney, bunch of crap. You're terrible, pal. We're not, listen, we're going to give you Andy's home phone number and Mitch too. And no, seriously, and, and also Greg and, and uh, whoever, Port St. Lucely. And the four of you can uh, sit around and diddle with each other, okay? We're not that desperate. If I have no calls, which plenty of time today, that's been the case. I'd rather talk to myself. I'd rather pop a bone and pop a stroke right here on the ear, And talk to myself than talk to people who have no material whatsoever. You're about as funny as a heart attack, okay? Get out of here. Go see the people at Steve's Pizza. I understand they got a special slice waiting for you, okay, pal? Speaking of Luca Brazzi, they got a special slice. I think it's one of those goddamn chopping knives that that old Jewish guy sells on those infomercials. One of those real sharp ones. Here's Coral Gables. Hello.
5: Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How are you?
0: Okay.
1: I just wanted to call you to let you know that tomorrow night I'm going for my first Panther ever. I like that place, so I don't know
3: what to expect tomorrow night.
0: Sir, uh, sir, can I ask you a question? In all, in all, with all due respect, why is it that so... I mean, granted, there were a lot of problems, and I helped to get some of them straightened out, and I understand when people pay a lot of money, they want to see the game in comfort, including me. But why is it that everybody and their brother all they want to talk about is the arena. They don't seem to have any knowledge of or interest in the team hockey fan in this town, you're right.
3: Even though you still go with another jersey, but still you're
0: a hockey fan, it doesn't right. matter. Well I mean forty years I'm not gonna give up the Maple Leafs and be some phony. Panthers are my number two team and I root for the Panthers every game except when they're playing Toronto. You know
1: I'm sir. not gonna be
0: a phony about it. All these people who show up in those seats, wouldn't you think just by accident by now, by osmosis, they would have learned something, they would have had an opinion about something, other than just Debbie on a mobile and Lou in wherever the hell Lou is, then two or three people? Where the hell are these people?
1: They're out there.
0: They're out there doing what?
1: I don't know. Each uh... other.
0: Okay, I'll see you tomorrow night, pal. Just by accident, and I'm tired of hearing about, well, hockey's a marginal sport. What rationale is that? Because there's more people that like football, that makes it a more exciting or a better sport than hockey. There's more people that watch soccer than any of them. There's more people that watch uh, auto racing, right, Joe? Right, Joe?
3: Yeah. Would you like Would you like to have like a a fly on the wall over there? I know see exactly a, what he's doing. See why? Yeah, for this no doubt. He's making time with uh, Darlene Evans next door. Oh, excuse us. That's Which, a lie.
0: Um... It's Chris Reed. Oh, you're making time with Chris Reed? And Zolton's wife. Oh. Oh, wow. Chris Reed, Joe, and Zolton's wife. All right. They're doing it. We have an open line of Dave here. Getting more response than we're getting here, I'll tell you that. 5670560 oh, and Pond 560 on the mobile. Let's hear from some Colombian hockey fans. That's what we want. Huh? If I can get one Colombian hockey fan, I'm talking a real one, who called in this show today by 2 o'clock, I'm going to leave here with a feeling of tremendous, enormous accomplishment. In spite of the frustration of talking to a bunch of deadheads, I'll leave it. What?
3: Don't oh, forget David. He well, David's too. a
0: Colombian. How he plays with it? Yeah, I'm sure of that. You play hockey. And.
9: I play center.
0: Yeah, I have heard. <laughs> anyway, we have two open lines. One in David. One in who it is? Five, six, seven. Uh, there's a Colombian hockey. I just all I do was ask. Like I said, now I feel I've accomplished something big. No, not that big, David. Something really big, yeah. Something gigantic, something huge, something circumcised. That's right. David is Colombian from the waist up, Jewish from the waist down. Boy, What a waste. Okay, so here's a uh, Colombian. How do you like that? See, you have little faith in there. You think I picked something really ridiculous that I could never find. And right away, he's right in the goddamn doorway. Just like an answer from heaven. Neil, God. From him, too. Here's a mobile in Coral Springs. Hello? Let me say it again. Here's a mobile in Coral Springs.
1: Yeah, Neil. Yeah. How you doing? Okay. I enjoy your show, man. Yeah. But uh, I'll see you at the game tomorrow. Okay. And I'm glad you talk about it. Okay. I'm the only African man that loves hockey in this town.
0: All right. Well, we'll put you out there with Peter See uh, uh Two out of three.
1: As a matter of fact, last week, uh, last time, I was very behind you. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I'll see you later.
0: Okay. Bye-bye. Whatever he says. Here's a lady in plantation. Hello. (laughs) Neil. Oh, that must be the guy that told me about my license plate. Thank you, sir. God bless you. Yes, (laughs) ma'am.
10: Oh, Neil, I want to call to thank you for placing that propeller on your head last night. Yeah. You're you're, you're really a good sport. Um, well, what
0: about the chicken on my head? Forget about the <laughs> I mean, propeller.
10: I didn't see that. They must have edited that out. No,
0: they didn't. They had me. I was sitting down there with a chicken on my head um, the, the, almost the whole show.
10: I missed that you part. You missed the chicken on uh, my head? Larry King Live again. Okay. Listen, Neil. Um, Larry
0: King Live. He's on No, that, I know,
10: I know. I was kidding, I was kidding. Uh. Um, Neil, uh. Uh, I wanted to say something about sports. Yeah? Um, you know, I grew up... Sports? Yeah, you know, sports. Anyway, uh, please don't make me any more nervous than I am. Okay. But, you know, I maybe the world's just changing too fast, but it just doesn't have, an it the same feeling because you no. don't know the players. Right. Doesn't matter if it's baseball or hockey or, or, or basketball. And the
0: announcers are all generic. They all suck.
10: Exactly. And you just don't have that same feeling where you knew the players, you knew the lineup, you knew. You yeah. don't know anything. And, I mean, even watching. That's why
0: everything now is prefabricated with all the phony piped in noise and, and the, music and the excitement the salaries, and trying to, try to get everybody all drummed up to say, hey, this was really worth all that money I just wasted. Exactly. And all these guys making. I mean, Mike Piazza getting paid. Ninety-one it's obscene, million dollars Neil. is it's so it's obscene. Yes. Ab- Thirteen million dollars a year something? to play baseball. I don't
10: know a lot about sports, but I enjoy sports. And, and by the but way, you know I, hate to,
0: I hate to interrupt you, but you're know, realize the whole payroll, Mike Piazza is going to make per year, starting next year, more than the entire Marlins payroll was last year, more than the entire Montreal Expos payroll. One Neil, guy. One guy.
10: Let me ask you something. Yes.
0: He left Los Angeles with a sour look on his puss when he stopped over here for two weeks before we uh, got rid of him, who said, oh, gee, I thought I was going to be here for the rest of my life in Dodger blue. And they offered him $84 million for whatever, and that wasn't enough for him. And he's well, screaming you know about what, Neil, loyalty. They weren't loyal down. to him.
10: It can only come I hope down. he breaks
0: a leg on opening day. I hope he comes back at midseason people and hits gonna, 220.
10: You're right. And people are going to get turned off. They are and the sponsors are not Good. gonna be paying the NBC and Fox and everybody else all this time. I money. hope they all lose their ass. And they are they gotta come down. They can't yeah. go any higher. But anyway, um well even be a book called Pros and Cons. Yeah. It's I don't know, maybe I'm just we're too
0: busy, uh, you know, giving billionaires our money to watch ball games. Exactly. Have a great day, I'm gonna
10: go get some um, tapes and send them to my friends out west for uh, Hanukkah and Christmas. Bye.
0: Okay, we have a... I want to hear from somebody from Honduras who got out in time. Well, it's not a very good place to be right now, would you think, to be in Honduras? Or to be in the Yucatan Peninsula? The Lord has uh, pushed that beanie right off the back of my head. Wow. Lorenzo's for over 47 years. I mean, if that's the best that they can do, they should forget about trying to do football again. There were two guys that they ever had in the first place, was Pat and uh, John Madden, some all and Madden, and now they're on Fox anyway. So now CBS has got the games back. They just can't do it professionally. And then we got Terry Bradshaw, who doesn't, all he's got to do is come on a screen and you say to yourself, wow, what an asshole. He didn't have to do anything or say anything. And now, of course, he's going really to great lengths to make sure that you say, He's an asshole. Oh, yeah. Terry Bradshaw. He was dumb when he played the game and now he's an announcer. He's a broadcaster. <laughs> oh, please. It's almost enough to make me want to bring O.J. back on NBC. At least for, and of course they don't even have the goddamn game. So bring him back. Stick his ass on there, on the chair that is. There you go. Here's a mobile in Miramar. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir.
5: Yeah, how you doing, Neil? Great. Okay, I'm a Colombian hockey fan. All so... right. Oh! Okay, now something better. All right. All right. Okay, Leo. Hey, can I put somebody dudes back? Go ahead. Um, air around the clock
11: guys are (laughs)
0: douchebags. Okay. Oh, boy. Hey, by the way, I got a message on my machine. Speaking of Air Around the Clock, one of Joe Rose's fine sponsors, by the way, whom we love. Are those the guys that came and did my AC? No. So why did I get a call from them? They don't do my AC. There was a message out of my machine yesterday saying we want to come and check it out. I don't want anybody checking it out, because the other people, whoever they were, Adam's account, if we ever see Adam again, they were making me a, a custom filter. Tell me that the other one was, well, it collects mold, and, and they were going to do a whole big song to dance, and uh, did I ever see them again? No. Did I hear from them again? No. Does anybody have any idea who they are or where they are? Or... No. Oh, okay. That Adam, what did I tell you about him? Nice guy, but boy, he finds, uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Nine minutes after, I was sitting upstairs saying, I want you to think about that very seriously. Here, your life is in this man's hands. He's your lawyer. He's your agent. You're having what is a very crucial meeting based on a lot of discontent and a lot of crap. And you're making a lot... I'm making a lot of progress, and we seem to be arriving at a meeting of the minds. And this man is sitting there, an impediment to my life, saying things that on the face of the statements are so idiotic, so childish, so embarrassing... I can just hear Hank. The hurricane is just about to hit the building, and Hank says, there's a high fly ball to right field, and the wind has got a hold of it. Oh, it just came through the window. Like Rosie Rosewell. Open the window, at Minnie. Here it comes. Oh! Just remember one thing, if I never leave one other thing in your brain, folks. Norma can't. You fill in the blank. Whatever the question is,
6: Norma can't. Ten minutes after... Come and listen to my story about a man named Jeb Whose wallet was as big as his pasty swelled up head He became a governor and dictator too Simply by having more money than you Billionaire, that is Dirty Deals, ex-presidential dad a real goober goober, gubernatorial race the other goober's name was buddy mckay had an ill-fitting suit and a skeletal head and when they took his pulse they discovered he was dead brain dead that is no brains a backwoods rube now Jeb represents the Christian Reich But somehow got support from the Jewish journal kikes Now they're all in a mass grave Buried, very deep And his wife wears a necklace of the fillings from their teeth Boy! Jewish gold Melted down, of course The Tallahassee Millionaires Starring Heinrich Himmler as Jeb Bush Ava Braun as Columba. All right. Ariana Huffington as Granny. And Dan Burton as General Burkhalter. The Tallahassee Millionaires, brought to you by Zygon 8.
0: I have in my hand right now one of the most embarrassing things in the history of the human goddamn race. No, not that. That's pretty embarrassing. But this even more embarrassing, Rob Kaplan from our Whammy crew... Where we can't get the sound up there loud enough for anybody to hear it on that show, by the way. And then they can't figure out how come nobody is watching. Sabotage keeps coming to mind. Just like every time I think of me, the word sabotage comes to mind. Every time I see John Glenn, I think... <laughs> like that comes to my mind. Yeah. Every time I see him lately, which is too much. He's old enough. <laughs> Rob Kaplan finds this sitting in the outer room here. We have... You know, for those of you, we're sitting in basically a big broom closet here with very paper thin walls, and there's another broom closet out here on the third, on the second floor, waiting uh, for us to move upstairs someday to real studios. So the Wanny people have their set up all their stuff out here for another few days anyway, and uh, they're out there in a the hallway. So somebody, I don't want to mention Norma Kent, whom I just, talk about psychic, am I on top of it or what? Uh huh. Leaves all the notes from our meeting with Greg Reed on Friday and pasted to his note, to his bunch of notes, is this post-it that you gave me with the number of our buddy up there at the Satellite Comedy Network who wants to talk to him about syndicating the Neil Rogers show and getting us on in some other markets beside this godforsaken place. And here's the phone name and phone number. Sitting out there on a desk, on a piece of a crap out there. And I'm sitting wondering, how come I never got any response from Norma Kent on this? Because this thing is sitting out there on a goddamn uh, thing somewhere out there. There you go. Syndicate this. Is there anybody out there? I need a lawyer. I need an agent. Is there anybody out there who knows anything? I'm calling, just like Lee Harvey Oswald, I'm asking for someone to come forward for some assistance, okay? Oh, my God. I want to take back a lot of what I said about marijuana the last couple of weeks. Because there's a walking example of what too much bad weed can do to your mind is Norma Kant, Right there. He's a walking ad for life penalties for uh, for weed. South Miami, hello? Hello? Yes, sir.
4: Neil? Yes. Hey, how you doing? I called, uh, I heard your earlier today, complaining about Channel 69 sound, and I've heard the same thing on the 10.30 show.
0: Well, how can you not hear it? It's on every I night. I can't, can't hear the damn show. I
4: can't hear it at all. I called over there a little while ago, and I yeah. talked to Ben in audio, and he said he, he
0: was, I no, agree, he was he's a little bit
4: upset back. about it. He just says, <laughs> uh, it'll be all right from now on. And I said, okay.
0: What do you mean he's upset about it? It's been going on night after night. I'm screaming on the ear here about it. They know all about it. The people yeah. over here know about it. What do you mean it's going to be all right it, from now on? Are we supposed to believe that? No.
4: Huh? I don't know. He said it's going to be fine from now on, but uh, I said, okay. Thank you. And I figured I'd call you and tell from you From now about
0: on it. what? Meaning another week and before the show no, goes today. off? That's, that's it's, good.
4: It's, probably, has we got one more week. Is that it, Neil? Yeah,
0: another week and a half, something like that. Geez.
4: Well, maybe you can get syndicated somewhere else. And,
0: uh, you uh, mean like on a real TV station?
4: On a real TV station. That would be right. good. Okay, yeah. thanks
0: for the effort, pal. I appreciate You're it. Bye. There's a guy that cares enough. See, if we had an audience out there that was watching that TV show that cared about having a you know that thing on there... They would have inundated them. They would have flooded them with calls over there saying, What are you doing to our guy over there? What are you doing to old... Neil, Neil, God! Right. But nobody gives a crap like everything else in this town, so it just, uh, like I said before in the show, everything just kind of fumbles its way along and quit making so much trouble. Okay, sorry. Here's Plantation. Hello? Hello? Yes, sir. Hey, Neil, I found something amusing in the
1: Sun Sentinel today. You got it handy?
0: I have it in my hand.
1: Go to uh, 5C in the like sports I said, I section. I have
0: in the wastebasket. basket. Okay. <laughs> upper
1: right-hand corner. Take a close look at that photograph.
0: Okay, wait a minute. 5C on the Sun Sentinel. I got the herald this for one moment. Okay, let me keep this. So go ahead. Oh, I got, yeah. This is one of visual. I got to see it. Yep. A little morphine action going on there. Okay, wait a I'll kill that music. Okay, 5C. Upper right-hand corner. In the upper right-hand corner. Improve your sex life? Yep. Look in his lap. Oh, my God. Look at that. She's got her hand on his... Wow. And she's got two hands. She's got two hands. They must be going <laughs> to Burger King. King. <laughs> Holy crap. She must be in search of the Whopper. Look at that. <laughs> Jesus. Thank you so much, pal. No problem. And have a great day. Well, what is that? Now, I'm losing my mind now. You, this is something you have to look at. got to there? Huh? It looks like he's got the, uh, whole apparatus out, if you know what I'm saying. Balls and all. And man, oh man, talk about improve your sex life. Woo! That is just gigantic. She's got, she's got both hands, and then this other, uh, there's another hand coming in from the side. Just to make sure that everybody's got a good grip. How do you like that? Page 5C, in your son, sir, thank you so much. You've done a great public service. And these people are talking about pornography. How do you like that? Hypocritical assholes, the evils of casino gambling, and they're putting pornographic pictures and ads in their goddamn newspaper and the morning line on goddamn high school volleyball games. That Norma Camp business, that, that thing that I just deposited in the wastebasket along with the rest of the uh, newspaper, that is, that's unconscionable lapses of memory too many drugs lapses of memory like wh- who am i like like uh what's his name james stockdale who am i and what am i running with this little midget for here's a mobile in miami hello hello neil yes sir
1: yeah i was the one yesterday who told you about your attack
0: oh thank you so At that
1: Conterline was line
0: road that was an imitation uh, guy uh,
1: 441
0: well thank you very much
1: yeah because see, I, I, the cars i know don't... the cops they will mess with you for that
0: they would see that's a lease car and uh for some reason, am not driving that one today Till I get that tag replaced. I'm driving right, a gray right, one. Right, right, Thanks right. to you. Thank you very much, sir. Okay. And the check is in the mail. Okay. Thanks. See, that was pretty damn nice, okay? he's uh, looking at me, and he's uh, yelling, and I thought, well, here's a guy who's a listener anyway. Either that or he's going to mug me, one or the other. And I rolled down the to and said, Hey, Neil. And so he knew who I was. Your damn tag's in September or whatever. There's a good guy right there. There's a few of them right there. Not too many, but we got a couple of good people in this town. Run, and run. Me and that guy, that's about it. Candidate, I had an affair-fathered son, says this candidate in Jacksonville, Republican congressional candidate Bill Randall, who was seeking to unseat an incumbent Democrat by running a campaign based on ethics and family values. How do you like that? (laughs) Said Wednesday that he fathered a son while separated from his wife. I'm bringing forward this information. I wish to stress that this private family matter has no place in a political campaign, said Randall, whose 18-year-old son, Nicholas Omar Randall, lives in Atlanta. I've always acknowledged my son, and I'm listed on the birth certificate as the father, said Randall, 53, who said he has paid child support. After initially refusing child support, his mother first asked for financial help in 1992. Randall said at a news conference in which he was joined by his wife, Mary, daughter, Sheila, and two grandchildren. The affair, first reported Sunday in the News Journal of Daytona Beach, took place in 1980 while he was separated. But he's running on family and ethical values. (laughs) Another good right-wing asshole, hypocritical, a sanctimonious piece of crap. What do you think of that guy? He's an asshole. All right. Here's Miami Lakes. Hello.
2: Hello, Neil. Yes. Hey, what's going on, Neil? How, How you doing? doing? All right. Hey, got a spy report for you. I yeah. just passed by highly on Miami Lakes and saw three school buses and yes, two black women and one Julio looking. All right. Oh. There you go. Hey, I'm going to. That was the Julio, somewhere. male or female? I'm sorry.
0: Julio was a female.
2: No, that was a male. A male. Yes, sir. You sure? Um, no, not a from concept, Brazil, but uh. Kind of going by a little too quick for Okay. That. I'm going to the game tomorrow. Doing as well as they are. Yeiserman? Yeiserman, excuse yeah. me. Um, I'm really excited about going to the game because I haven't been to the new arena yet.
0: I'll see you in the food court. Yes, sir?
2: All right, Sergio, you're a taco-bending, coconut-eating douchebag. Okay, Thanks, pal, I'll see you tomorrow. On.
0: Okay. Well, I'll hang out there in the food court, okay? And we'll sit there and we'll uh, hold court and bellyache and bitch about this and scream about that. We'll hang Terry Murray in effigy. We'll have little voodoo dolls. We have an open line and an effigy. How about, like, they got those big high ceilings in there, out in the uh, hallway? Yeah, I got news for you, Terry Marie. This ain't Washington, okay? This ain't Philadelphia. Well, maybe it is Philadelphia. You didn't last there too long. Benching the best players on the team and then bringing Ray Whitney back and sticking him on the goddamn fourth line. Oh, my God. Just absolutely unbelievable. We don't know where our next goal is coming from on this team, About the only thing that this organization does know is... A lot of spooks in New Jersey. That's about the limit of our understanding.
7: 2 a.m. This is the most disgusting program.
1: I urge everyone to complain to this station. Boy dick. Hey,
7: buckaroos. There's nothing like a little cowboy dick ice cream. Uh,
2: I want something. I've got a craving.
7: Yeah, well, how about some cowboy dick? Sure. All the cowgirls love my cowboy dick. Uh, And I should know, because I'm cowboy dick.
8: I like my cowboy dick with some nuts.
7: No problem, Bart. Introducing Cowboy Dick. With nuts so big, you can hardly wrap your lips around them.
10: My youngins love Cowboy Dick.
7: Ma'am, fill your posse with my Cowboy Dick.
10: Oh, Cowboy Dick.
7: Here, try it. How is it? I can't talk. My mouth is full of Cowboy Dick. She's smiling. She's smiling. Fill your mouth with my cowboy dick. Available in your grocer's freezer. Ooh, once you've had your first cowboy dick, you won't ever go back. When you're filled with cowboy dick, you'll scream... Speaking
0: of cowboys and the ranch and the ambiance of that whole thing, you know what that really is, don't you? That's a gay club, you moron. <laughs> we have an open line at day 1 in Broward. Stop and think about it. 567-0560 oh, and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. They all take showers together, too. Just like football players and other ath- athletes. Here's Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir.
9: Uh, next time the old uh, little guy calls, the bus driver counter. Yeah. I've got a couple new categories for him to uh, start counting. Okay. Um, Jamaicans driving 15 year old Corollas. Yeah. Brown, brown in color. Right. Um,
0: little brown coupes.
9: 19 year old Julios driving Transams.
0: Uh huh. Or Daddy's uh, Corvette. <laughs>
9: And how uh, about uh, Jews refusing to tip more than 10% at Wolfie's?
0: And French Canadians at anywhere. Okay. God bless you, sir. Whatever you said. We have an open line at Broward, 2 and Dade, 567 what 567-0560, pound 560 on the at t wireless line. This has been a show of fits and starts today. I've been having the fits, and they've been, uh, you know, they're kind of here, they're gone, they're uh, not too sure. They're undecided. Well, we got a half hour to go. Hank will be along at 2 o'clock from the Sporting Brews. And then we got the Bookster from 6 to 10 tonight. And then we got Eddie Kaplan with our gambling show at 10 o'clock tonight. And then we come back tomorrow and start all over again on the worst team. With Geldy. Oh, that's right. And of course, tomorrow is game day, so Geldy will be really <laughs> sucking heavy duty, making all kinds of excuses for the organization. Little Quizzling Suckhole, man. Every time I think of him. You know, I see John Glenn and I hear... <sighs> that sound goes off in my head. And I, th- I hear Geldy's voice and I think, Little Quizzling Suckhole. Who happens to be on the payroll. We understand. We understand you have no cry- credibility. So why not dummy up? In fact, let me, let me stop and point this out to you, okay? Geldy is on Wayne's payroll, and Wayne owns the Panthers, the Marlins, and the Dolphins. So I think the only sport in town that Gelly should be allowed to talk about, since he might have some credibility, he's not on the payroll, is the Heat. Right? And since the Heat aren't playing now, and neither is anybody else in the NBA, what can Geldy say? Is there anything he can say? No. There you go, I gotta solve that problem. Here's Pembroke Pines. Hello.
1: Neil, God. Yes, sir. Hey, I uh, was kind of bored Saturday, and I uh, was watching that uh, Hurricane game. And, you know, I, I would have liked them to pull it. You know, I'm glad they pulled it out, but... Uh,
0: You'd like them to pull it?
1: And it out, too. Yeah. Uh, Hurricane ah, blow! And they do, but Dave Lamont...
0: Did you hear it? Oh, um,
1: let me tell you. I ordered a pizza at, like, 7 o'clock, and I figured, okay, let me go pick it up, 7.15. I'm getting my car. Right. It's, like, a minute 30 to go. It, the whole thing goes down... When he, first of all, whoever says they're going to get the PAT, what is that? Mm-hmm. I mean, he, and then, they're 5-2 in the conference. They're 2-2 two against and two and the girls' teams. They're, I mean, man, I mean, I know he used to fart a lot when he was up there. with.
0: Yes, you, but, he did a lot. Man, I thought he got it out of his system, but evidently not.
1: They need to bring back Sonny Arch or whoever. Sunny. Fo- oh, I got a Sonny Fox spy report. Yeah. I went to this haunted house. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I like to listen to Neil Rogers because he says the word asshole. He was handing out little stickers for kiss at a haunted house Saturday night. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the best they could do on
6: a Saturday night. Hi, this out. is Sonny Fox, and I listen to Neil Rogers because I can hear the word asshole.
0: Hey, listen, that's uh, that's good to hear that he, they're keeping him busy anyway. You know what I'm saying, Sonny? <laughs> there you go. They got enough other problems over there on, that, uh, <laughs> on their FMs, huh? Yeah, that's right, us AM people here in this Beasley Greed organization. We'll show them what a bunch of upstanding people we are, as opposed to some problems they got over there on the FMs. Oh, boy. Woo! I don't want to say power in particular, but I'll say it anyway. We have an open line. I squeaked straighten it out. She never did Kid Curry. They had, like, one of those uh, agreements. Here's a mobilize. Hello. Hey, Neil. We have an arrangement. Yes, sir. How you doing? Great.
1: First a comment and then a uh, spy report. Yeah. I, I, you guys are talking about sportscasters. I think Dave O'Brien is great.
0: He's good. He's very good. I wouldn't yeah, say uh, great, but he's very good. He's no. I idea. like
1: with well, him and Mandich are, are definitely the best two here locally. I'm not too fond of uh, of uh, Joe Angel, but Dave O'Brien does a great job. And but, I'm
0: not too fond of Bill Generic Zimfer Does the Dolphin games? Neither. You know I'm But anyway, about <laughs> I'm
1: at the, I was at the game this uh, the, uh, the game against Vancouver, and you went into the restrooms about the radio broadcast.
0: I don't. I don't even pay any attention.
1: Okay, I go into the bathroom, they go to a commercial break.
0: Yeah. And during
1: the commercial break, you can hear Goldie and the, and the, the board
2: op talking back and forth to each other. Oh, really? Over the commercial, oh. and the board op is asking Goldie, is there a lot of ash in Boston for him to get when he goes up there? And the people in the bathroom are standing like, what the hell is going on? Hey,
0: at least it's entertaining, which is better than listening to that. Moron. He's doing a game. Unbelievable. And in closing? In fact, you know something? You just gave me an idea. I'm just going to hang out the tea room tomorrow night.
1: Good
9: idea. Listen, to all in the clo- behind-the-scenes
0: crap instead of hearing that moron. In closing, yes.
1: You don't come to Florida and talk to a man like Neil
0: Rogers like that, moron. Okay, thank you. All right. Oh gee, all of a sudden this uh, one eye—I got this sharp sting pain. We have an open line in Dave. Better get my optometrist on the phone. Five six seven zero five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. We love the pants. See, I'm gonna, see, I keep making the same mistake over and over and over. I can't get, it's like the sugar thing. I have two addictions in my life. Sugar is one of them. Hockey is another one. Okay? And I can't get rid of either one. Hockey at least isn't making me sick. Sugar is killing me. Hockey though, uh, on this show it's killing me because uh, nobody is interested. I'm not saying they're not interested, they just don't know anything about it. And they sure as hell aren't going to discuss it with me because it's not like some of the other shows on this station where they call up and they start mispronouncing names like that guy that was talking about Stevie Wiserman, whatever he called him. Stevie Wiserman. Too bad Stevie's too small to ever be a great player. Right, Brian? See, they don't. They don't like small guys on this team. Doug McLean didn't like small guys. Brian Murray doesn't like small guys. And come to find out, Terry Murray don't like small guys, even if they're a hell of a player. They're size queens. I told you that before, and I'll tell you that again. We got a bunch of size queens on this uh, management, uh, on the organization. They just don't measure up to their standards. And from what I hear about Brian, by the way, I heard like just about like a, a butterfly. He's on. Here's the Fort Myers. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir.
2: I just heard a commercial on your station within the last hour about that former actor, Charlton Heston. Yes. And it's concerning the constitutional revision number twelve. Yeah. He stated that uh, that. That would uh, prohibit people from being charged with crimes and serving time and so forth. There's nothing in that reading. It's one paragraph that says anything about those things. He's trying to scare the voters. Yeah,
0: right. Exactly. You son of a
2: bitch. (laughs) It's you know it simply uh, gives the counties uh, the authority.
0: I think think he's still suffering from that god complex. You know.
2: Evidently, but uh, for your listeners, those that that don't
0: know the difference, uh, I don't know whether he thinks no one's going to read this. I guess. Yeah which is probably the case. Well, he thinks because he's God and Moses and Jesus and Abraham and all those other roles that he played 100 years ago when he was under the age of 100, uh, he thinks that people will pay attention to him. Well, I don't think. I think it's going to pass. Thank you, Neil. Okay. God bless you, sir. Don't forget. You son of a bitch. We have an open line at Broward, 5670560, pound 560, on the AT&T wireless line. Hey, we don't care. We just want the money. We don't care if we got fascists putting stuff on the ear here. I'm starting to get in with a swing of it here, okay? I'm not fighting them anymore. Just give me my goddamn bonus check sometime very soon. How's your bonus check coming, by the way? <laughs> this man sat up there with a straight face on Friday and said they were taking all three bonuses from the winter, the spring, and the summer book, and you were getting them all together on one big, fat check, is what he said to me. Did he say when? He said something about big and fat. Maybe he was talking about Norm. No, he did, he didn't say when. He said it's not a question of if, it's a question of when. Oh, there he is again. Every time he comes down here, we've had three hours and forty minutes of show today. Never once mentioned this topic. And wouldn't you know? See, there is my psychic uh, vibration again. Him up. Just like I conjured up David in the hallway. we was talking about Colombian hockey fans. Here is David in the hallway. All of a sudden, appears like a like an apparition. I'm talking about George's bonus. Greg Reed shows up holding up the door frame there. Give us a date. Sometime between now and when. Uh, let's
4: see. When's the
3: next payroll?
0: The next payroll is November...
3: No, no, the next one. There won't be time to get
0: in the next payroll. Why do that? There won't be time to get in. The next payroll is November 10th. Oh, that's right. The 5th for him. Oh, that's too soon. So the 20th. The 20th, okay, everybody in the audience, mark this down, okay? Mark it down right now. Greg Reed says November 20th, and that paycheck, George will get his three bonuses from the summer, the winter, the whatever they are. Princess, summer, fall, winter, spring, whatever the hell, however it goes. Just remember, you heard it here. Does anybody believe it? No. But it sounded good. Does George believe it? No. Okay. In fact, when that happens, we're gonna have such a party on the day that you actually tell me that your bonuses are. We're gonna have a goddamn party like you wouldn't believe. A drunken brawl right on the air, is what we're gonna do. In fact, we're gonna do it right down the hall here.
6: Twenty then they can send us all into rehab. Twenty-two 20- a.m. son of a bitch. While spending the remainder is your car. With Jew canoe theft on the rise, the people who brought you a big black guy named Ben Car Alarm now bring you an old Jewish guy named Eisen. Get away
8: from my automobile, you big MF. <laughs> Remember when we used to boost a packet Caribbean yeah, 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 we ought to get a bundle finish, baby. Yeah. The white ones are cooler. Yeah. Get away from my automobile,
1: you big MF. What the hell is that? I object seriously. To oh. Profanity like that.
8: Down, I think Get
1: away from my automobile, oh. you big mf! Oh. Get away from my automobile, you big mf!
8: Whenever some bastard tries to steal my car, I feel safer with an old Jewish guy named Eisen.
1: Get away from my automobile, you big. M-F.
6: Get your old Jewish guy named Eisencar Alarm now Oy! and receive a free flower antenna.
1: Get away, get away, get away from my automobile. You big, big MF.
6: An old Jewish guy named Eisencar Alarm. Now available at all their
0: stores. You son of a bitch. Okay, enough. 144 at 560 WQM. So, what did I tell you about what a good guy Greg Reed was, huh? Now, he's not a bad guy. I've always told you that. It's just that he's in partners with a bunch of us slobs over there in Naples. But at any rate, what are you laughing about? It's the truth. If he had his way, if he had uh, free reign on his place, we'd uh, see a lot of things happen. And even in spite of that, we may see some things. That was some good news there, Greg, Ow! which I can't say on the ear. But he's on top of it, baby. I told you that meeting was good if we'd have just gotten Norma Kent out of there, who left his notes, uh, oh, God almighty. By the way, Ma, it's lunch day at Ma's. I hope she's cooking up a big dinner today because I'm starving mentally and emotionally. Speaking of food, by the way, we'll be at Ben & Jerry's in Aventura this uh, Saturday, noon at 2, and we're going to have all those uh, DNH things that we got. George, we got all... Now, what do we have? I haven't even seen the poster. Oh, I
3: assume they the same thing. Let's uh, let's look at one now. Yeah,
0: let's take a peek at one. We got, uh, thanks to our friend Jeff, did he make all the stuff or did somebody else make some of it? He made buttons and keychains, DNH, do no harm. Neil says uh, this, and Neil says that, and, Neil, and we'll have these for you. Even if you don't want to donate, if you don't want to buy any of our stuff, that's okay, but come by and get a DNH sticker or some of those big posters. Oh, look at that. Oh, I love those. They can stick those right on their... Rectum. Those are huge. How many of those have we got? A lot. A lot. Tons of these big... I'm talking about big posters that you can slap right on your goddamn uh, whatever. Rectum. Right. Or maybe just on the... You know how they have those things in front of the churches? Where they announced the, uh, you know, the very, you know what I'm talking about on the lawn in front of the church. They could slap those right on there, it would be lovely. Here's Miami Beach. Hello. Uh, Neil. Yes, sir.
1: This is your atheist Colombian hockey fan. Yeah. <laughs> Neil, what's wrong with that guy calling about Colombians? I heard something about yeah, to call back and defend the race, their Colombian race. Colombians are a race. Colombians are a, a, a bunch
0: of scumbags, is what he said, because he's over there in Fort Myers and he feels that he's safe over there, that you guys aren't going to come and get him.
1: As for some Colombian cartoon, his penis was
0: too small. Uh huh. <laughs> well, Neil, hey, your show is great. Okay, pal. Hey, Neil, you got some tickets? <laughs> yeah, I got a ticket for you. Slow down. Bye, yeah. Neil. Okay. Colombians, baby. We got Colombians up the old ass out there. Don't kid yourself. We got Colombians. We got Argentinians. We got uh, Brazilians who are in drag, we think. We're not sure. Cubans. Oh, forget about that. We got we got more Cubans than uh, you can shake your thing at. They're all out there. They just uh, are intimidated. They're a bunch of pussies because they don't want to come out of the closet. And I can understand that. We understand the cultural barriers in your community. And we understand why you want to remain closeted for the rest of your lives. And I appreciate that. I, uh, you know... Even though you are spineless cowards and maricones I'd appreciate that. With tiny little pingas. Here's a... Guy, pal, you came to the right place.
2: I've called the athletic department at UM. Yes? Nobody... I, I don't know who Sonny so, Hirsch whatever is. Whatever
0: the question is, if it has to do with UM, here's the answer. What
2: hurricane ha- f- blow. There you what, go. What happened to Sonny Hirsch? What
0: do you mean, what happened to him? They, they He was the best
2: announcer that I've ever heard they
0: squeezed from the hurricane. They squeezed him out for this hysterical screaming maniac, my good friend Dave Lamont, who's a good guy, but definitely in the wrong position. He should never be doing play-by-play. And they squeezed Sonny out after all those years, a good guy. They screwed him over. They lied to him. They wouldn't give him an answer. And then right like about a week before the season started, they said, oh, by the way, don't come in. You're not doing the games anymore. They screwed him over big time.
2: Yeah, how much radio time they've lost? Because now you leave, you want to watch it on TV, and you don't even know the announcers that are giving the game on TV. Matt, but
0: There you go. That's that's right. Good point. Hey, Can you imagine turning the sound down on TV and listening to uh, Dave Lamont break the speaker on your radio?
2: No. no I, I, I turned a... uh, Boomer off last night just so I could listen to the other ESPN radio announcers, but uh, I can't imagine doing that for the UM games anymore. Well, the boomer,
0: you know something? The Boomer is killing them, you know? he's He just never... Bah, 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 bah. Yeah, he comes
2: up with a couple good things once in a while, but, but then he, never he goes on and, on and on and he buries himself. He doesn't even
0: know he's doing it. He's killing that thing. They need to dig up old Howard Cosell and Dandy Don, boy. Bring back those days. (laughs) Cosell? And bring back those teams, too.
2: That, mate. Anyway, can I uh, call somebody a douchebag? Go ahead. Anthony Del Pozo and your brother Tommy are both douchebags.
0: And your mama, too. Okay, have a great day. And by the way, you know, I think uh, Bob Eisenberg is wearing Howard Cosell's hairpiece, the one he used to have. They used to, like, uh, keep flopping off in the breeze all the time. People can say whatever they want about Howard Cosell. I got the book right back here, baby. Here you go. And it's very self-serving and, it's you know, very pompous ass he was. And my good friend Dave Johnson, a great race caller, Dave, can uh, rip Howard all he wants. But the fact is, in many ways, he did tell it like it was. He stole a lot of stuff from other people. But at least in the book, he admits that he liked the jockocracy he didn't invent. That I think Shirley Povich, the sports writer, uh, invented that, who just croaked. Didn't he just croak? Shirley Povich, never trust a guy named Shirley. He was great. But at any rate, uh, Howard Cosell, I never played the game. What a boy. If you just, if you just eliminate in your mind all the self-serving stuff about how great uh, Monday Night Football was when he was on it and all the other uh, pompous, egotistical stuff, but all the stuff that he tells you about the ins and outs and the screwing over the fans and the team owners and all of this good stuff and about the inarticulate ex-jocks up there in the booth who've taken it all over, which he's right. Like I said before, you've got generic guys. I mean, Joe Buck is good. I'll give him that. Joe Buck is very good on Fox. Excellent. But other than Joe Buck, who the hell have you got? In any of the sports, you got Pat and, uh, John on, uh, Pat Summerall and John Madden on Fox on football, who are still the best. I don't care what anybody says, even though Pat's 110 years old. And uh, who else you got? You got a few great hockey announcers, but obviously there's no interest in hockey, so why even talk about that? Can we hear some Mike Lang? No. No. Love Mike Lang, but you're not gonna hear him. See, that's another thing. What, what are these people thinking about? In the middle of a show where we're solving the problems of mankind and some jackass calls me, Hey, can we hear some Mike Lang? Of course not. Of course not. I watched Mike Lang last night. I suffered through the damn uh, Leafs getting shut out by Pittsburgh. Mike Lang is great. Although I'll tell you right now, the greatest hockey announcer in North America right now may surprise you, maybe not. Joe Bowen. There you go. That's right. Toronto Maple Leafs.
6: mackinac this is joe bowen the voice of the toronto maple leafs and you're listening to the hockey authority neil god you're
0: the best joe make no mistake about it some other guys you know they move around a little bit you have to reassess but the other sports they're a bunch of crap and if anybody's going to tell me a song and dance about bob costas oh jesus what a smarmy little arrogant twerp he is okay Another guy, he was okay when he was doing his little commentary and he was doing the pregame shows, but to be doing play-by-play, give me a (laughs) f***ing break. That's right. Bob Costas, little ass-sucking twerp. He's like one step away from Gildy. In fact, you know something? Next time I see Bob Costas, Gildy, and John Glenn together, I'm (laughs) going to think, that's the only thing I'm going to have to think of. It's a (laughs) catch-all. Thursday, coming to a cape near you. That's terrible. Is that bad? Is that as tasteless as the, uh, good? Uh, J- John Glenn is just, uh, he's got to go. You know, it's, uh, his time has come. And uh, see you, John, you stale old fart. Right-wing, uh, yeah, Democrat from Ohio. What? What is it? With Alzheimer's. If you're shopping... QAM. Ray Whitney
4: has a pair. Hello, it's me, Cox Nordy.
0: I, I don't want to step on that. Okay, 157 at 560 WQM. Here's a lady in Kendall. Hello. Hi. Yes, ma'am.
10: Um you ever do interviews celebrity interviews
0: no
1: well i have a suggestion i think you should do a celebrity interview with mickey rourke why is that well i think he's a great guy he's a terrific actor well
0: when i talk to mickey rourke about it i'd rather well, talk to mickey rooney
1: well you know he hasn't had any movies out lately you know, yeah so why him. would
0: i want to talk to him
1: well, he's a good guy. Yeah? He's a local
0: hero. He's a local yokel hero? Yeah. I'd rather talk to Stevie Bauer, at least uh, he's my buddy.
1: Oh, people don't even know who he is.
0: They don't know... Que Pasa, USA? You're knocking Stevie Bauer, Rocky Echevarria, Mickey Rourke is
1: a national hero.
0: You're going to burn on the lake of fire for knocking Stephen Bauer. Did you ever see the Pope of Greenwich Village? Did you ever see A Thief of Hearts? No. Did you ever see Scarface? I don't recall seeing Mickey Rourke in Scarface. Well,
1: it's because he, he could do better than that. Like what? Nine and a half weeks. Pope Greenwich
0: Village. So nine and a half weeks, that's a baby movie. Rumble these are classic Rumble movies. Bum. Oh, get out of here. Oh, I wish I had
11: my...
3: Do I have my Mickey Work at uh, oh, Play some music. It's not in the DCS, so it's
0: got to be on part. I'll be on a show tomorrow, very briefly. I think I've still got the master from that. Uh, I think it's on one of my uh, mini-discs. I'm positive. We got it. We got a little Mickey Rourke. Just enough to make you understand what he's all about. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello.
1: Hey, Neil. What's up, man? How you doing, sir? Good. Listen, I went to the game Friday night, and the problem's with what's on the ice. This guy... I, I don't even think Whitney ever got out on the power play in that game. I think we had, like, five power plays at once. Uh, well, he
0: doesn't have him playing a point on a power play. He was great on a point last was year. Now he says he's too point. little, and uh so he's rated him useless, and he's going to destroy him. Just remember what I told you. You heard it. I they they gave me a bunch of crap two years ago, and I was right on target about Stu Barnes and Jason Woolley and his Chris Wellstiff. They gave me a lot of crap, and I'm telling you right now, Doug McClain destroyed Marty Straka, and uh, Terry Murray will destroy Ray Whitney, and he'll be gone, and that's going to be a sad day for us. Yep, I think him and his brother, they're both size queens, Neil. There you go. You they got it. Problem, you got it down so. to a science. Okay. They're size queens. That's the problem. I'm telling you, shame, person, bad disguise. Okay, that's it. Oh, by the way, anybody go out... By, why haven't they bought this book? What is wrong with these people? What is wrong with these people? Lost Rights by James Bovard. It's in paperback. I'm going to read some more from this tomorrow, man. It's going to make you pee in your pants. You'll want to run out and buy this book before it's too goddamn late. You'll make one trip to the bookstore to get the book, another stop at the passport office, and another stop at a guy named Ilero Porto. Hank's coming up next from the Sporting Brews. Then we got the Booster, 6 o'clock tonight. Eddie Kay with all the odds on the high school uh, volleyball games, 10 o'clock tonight. It's
1: going be something more than just friendly, because, you know, when we
4: listen to our radio station up there in Gainesville, we don't talk about Miami. And I, I, I can't figure out why you've got this, A lot of people up there don't
12: know Miami even exists. Come on. I know. They've never been out of Gainesville. Why has it been, why has it been personal? Just answer his question, Defoe. It's been personal for a long time. Why? I have no idea. Classic example, Bob. I welcome Gator fans to call in, talk about the Florida-Georgia game. And, uh, Steve and Joe have been uh, very adamant in these post-show meetings saying, DeForest, you gotta let them talk. And all you do for the first five minutes you're on the air here is rip me. Me? You haven't said anything about the game.
1: Me? I, I'm telling you that I will turn your show on every day and listen to it, but
12: it takes all of its... <laughs> Come on. The guy never said anything. Now that's what that's we're what's wrong about. with Gator fans. Hang up on the guy. And that guy's telling you right now why he basically doesn't like you. Did you hear the previous caller no, who came shouldn't. came to the forefront? He said, hey, we're not running scared. We're going to go up there and win the game. We let him finish his piece. This guy comes on and he just wants to attack me. Steve, you're... Man? How you doing? I'm Glad doing to have you fun. on the program.
1: Oh, I'm, I'm glad to be on here, Defoe. You know, we listen to you day after day after day, and it's the same thing. Do you sit home at night and try to write your lines? Say Defoe, what? you do that well. Is that your mating call? No.
12: Oh, that, that wasn't me. That was oh, Steve. boy. Come on, Defoe. What well, do you, what to you, you got football? to say? Give us something that means something to people out there listening to the program. they are pissed off, Defoe.
1: The fan, the, the Gator fans been ripping are ripping them for months. Bottom you rip line, them, and you act like everything's well, fine.
12: You rip us, we should be able to rip you back if well, you Well, go ahead. It. I'm listening. I haven't right. heard anything yet. Yeah, let's talk
1: football, Defo. Let's talk football. All okay. right, X's and O's. Yeah. All right, Play Defo.
12: That is a great call. I appreciate you coming in here with that. Thank you, Dan. All righty. All right. There you go. See, they, they don't respect like you, the Gator though. fan if a guy comes in with a little intelligence. That's fine. Coming in well, with the take... usual smarmy no, mouse stuff. No, 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 no. Stop the backhanded shots and just take the calls. That's it. We got to take a break. Nine three zero in the Heat. Nine three zero three thousand toll free in South Florida. Pound
6: five. Paul, oh, let's uh, go to Humatillo where Stephen is checking in with us tonight. Stephen, hey, go hey come right on, that's
1: ahead. not fair. No, that's not right. You know,
6: I tell you, I got to stop, right. stop this already.
12: I mean, we're trying to have a, a peace and harmony now, session all of a sudden with you Gator actually fans. Talk football I want to talk some football, some X's and O's. I like these calls that we're getting today. You stop, Tommy. That's not right. We're trying to have a good time. You're here. The one that
2: always tells him to play it. I not right.
12: I didn't tell him to play it. Maybe not. I had time. nothing to do with it. Finally, getting some intelligent calls from Gator fans. I think it's a good thing. And I want it to continue. So we'll continue on. nine three zero. Went
1: to either Florida State or University of Miami, because that, that would explain your feelings about the Gators, huh?
12: No, actually, it started with Spurrier a long time ago. Uh, I didn't really have any problem during the uh, Charlie Pell Grant days or uh, Galen Hall, but uh, I just resented some of the things that Spurrier did. And uh, next thing you know, he shined us on. He wouldn't come on any radio shows. He was taking pot shots at us. And uh, just well, didn't he, like the guy in general. Yeah, he is a pretty arrogant guy, but he's a great coach. I thought he was a great coach. I'd never deny that.
2: Yeah. Well, you're accomplishing something. You're getting the Gator fans to like you a little bit. Not exactly taking the shots you take when they're not on the phone, when they are on the phone. Typical
12: Jeff DeForest at his best. How's that? Well, you didn't stand up to anybody. You just kind of downplayed it. You just all soaked
2: into their faces when the people called.
12: Next thing we know, you'll be Saturday probably up at the game with Gator colors on. (laughs) Blue and orange, baby. (laughs) Up in Jacksonville. You
2: are brutal. Go Gators. Oh, come on.
12: Alright, so you don't buy that. That's fine. I, no. You know, I can understand that. No, I was happy to see that. You know, we we did make some progress here today. Gator fans traditionally call in and say nothing. They just take pot shots at me. Today they brought some football knowledge to the program, and that's what this show is I all about. You let them talk fun. Well, they said something intelligent. You're you, only man. hung up on one gator today. Unlike other days when we have gator calls, maybe four, five, six gator fans get hung up on i got to admit, I didn't enjoy the show as much. Neil Rogers coming up.
6: Can't beat that gator meat. WQAL, where the
11: faggot
0: is.
6: can beat that gator meat.
0: 10.03 at 5.60 WQM. Happy Wednesday to you. What What is this obsession in this town with college sports? And not only college sports, but college... How far would you say it is? About uh, 300 miles to Gainesville? I've never been there. More. More? 350 miles. miles? That's about right. No, it's 400 miles to Jacksonville. It can't be uh, that... Okay, like 300 miles away. The stuff that's going on here, does anybody care about that? No. But Gainesville, man, they're obsessed with Gainesville. Maybe we need to get an education here today. Maybe we need to talk to some people. Not about the Gators. Who care? I saw a uh, license tag. I'm going to get my mail last night at my post office box. And there's a guy in front of me. He's got a, a uh, one of those specialized license tags with a picture of a gator on it, and it says no... Or no, a picture of a, a seminal uh, thing. It said no gator was the uh, thing. N-O-G-A-T-O-R. No gator. Don't you want to, like, stick your finger kind of, like, in your nose? I mean, because every time I see either Steve Spurrier or Bobby Bowden... I mean, forget about Terry Bowden. Even, you know something? He saw a picture of himself on TV with a white shirt and the baseball cap, and he said, I'm so dang embarrassed, i got to get out of here. And he uh, just ran off and quit. He hauled ass and quit. But what is it about college sports in this town? I mean, I thought this was like a a sports station because I see a piece of mail that Greg Reed got this morning, which, thank God, he shared with me because we like to know when the end is near. And it says, Get rid of Neil Rogers. We want sports. Unsigned, of course. No signature, no address, no nothing. Get rid of Neil Rogers. We want sports. Even though his ratings are like uh, double anybody else on the station, you realize that... Oh, did we get a response on that where the uh, 10 to 2 numbers are yet? No. Well, why not? Let's get with it over there. Okay, it's Wednesday already. The book came out on Friday. Let's get those ten to two numbers so we have our own real numbers these four hours. And we can sit here and brag about them, how great they are. What like kind of morning drive and afternoon drive put together in some demographics? And bringing in more money, making more money than any other day part. But let's get rid of Neil, because he don't want to talk sports. And he especially don't want to talk about that nose-picking gator craft. And Seminole craft. And we're going to send the big black guy away. We're going to send him out wide, and he's going to run like a mother scratcher, and we're going to throw him the ball, and we're going to score, 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 and... I mean, get serious, will you please? So I noticed, and of course, when I do talk sports, there's no response anyway, because I talk about a real sport like hockey, which we got the game with the Red Wings tonight, and we got 1,000 unsold tickets for that, including the 500 Panther Pack. So please, let's fill that joint up. I heard Gord Murphy on with the worst team this morning. Nice going, Gordy. Good guy. Very articulate actually said something so part they had basically no calls there was some schwarzer called in about some dolphin injury and not craig erickson but somebody else that i never heard of and uh, that was that some schvo but there wasn't any uh, discussion about the uh, situation with the uh, whitney which he may now play on a second line we understand if he does you know who to thank for that yeah i understand that terry murray was having big gigantic <laughs> movements yesterday during the course of this show See, this ain't one of those places where uh, you can run and hide because I'm going to expose all the crap you guys are doing. Even if we get no response to it, like I said, they had no calls about that this morning, and they were going on and on at great length about the benching of Whitney and Spela and about Terry Murray being a hard ass. And they had Gord Murphy on there. Did they have one call about that? No. No, but we had. All, all Defoe's got to do is get out that uh, get out Geldy's goat, which I think is the one that Terry and Brian Murray were photographed doing. Get that goat out. And start with that gator stuff, and here, here they come, one after another, after another, with one finger in their nostril, one in their. Rectum. And start with that gator crab, and here we are in Miami. You know what's interesting? The one call I did here was the guy who sat up there on Gainesville radio. They don't talk about the Hurricanes. They talk about the Gators. They talk about the, what they're doing up there. they are not in the same conference. Uh, you know what? what what's the uh, big deal? What's the attraction? But because we have so many people down here who had the misfortune of going to school up there. See, I went to a school where we have a crappy football team, Michigan State. We had a couple of good years, you know, 67, a couple of good years along the way, over the years. But you know something? Does anybody really care all that much? No. I mean, there's plenty of corruption and plenty of a scandal and plenty of illiterate uh, jocks up there. But does anybody really care that went to Michigan State whether the team loses or not? we got a great hockey team, but do we care about the fact that our football team sucks? No. And that Michigan, year in and year out, like this year, almost every year beats the snot out of us? We beat Notre Dame this year. There you go. That's our claim to fame. We don't need to do anything else. But these people that go to school at some college and right away, they become obsessed with the football team. Obsessed like it's a replacement substitute for a life. I don't get it. I don't understand it. That's sports talk in this town. Not professional sports. College sports. I'm going to tell you something. Maybe we can actually work it down to a meaningful level. We can start talking high school sports. How about junior high sports? How about kindergarten sports? All right. right. There's a kid over there who plays at Miami High, about seven years old, baby. He's going to be, he's growing, he's about 6'2 already. Six years old, 6'2. Hung like a moose. And we're going to send him out there. He's going to go out wide, and he's going to run like a mother. He's going to run a goddamn crowd. And they're going to heave that thing up there. They're going to do a Hail Mary. It's unbelievable, isn't it? Don't you think it's, uh. Unbelievable. I do. It's amazing to me. The grown people, that adults, are so obsessed and so, and just so full of like psychosis about this. Like it's important. Like the future of the world depends on Gator football or Seminole football or Hurricane football, depending on who got the uh, biggest, uh, you know, shows this year. Stuff like that. Isn't that what it really is all about? Who's got the biggest schvos? Because I'm going to tell you, Steve Spurrier and Bobby Bowden, you put the two of them together and you still have minus points in the IQ column. Yahoo! Every time I see those guys, Yahoo! That's what comes to mind. I think of the things that are wrong with the state of Florida. Not the things that are nice about it, like the weather most of the time. Like those nice pretty palm trees. Stuff like that.
3: But I think of the things that are wrong when I see those guys. Like, uh...
0: Kind of like, yeah, I got my finger all the way up to where my brain used to be. In fact, maybe that's what happened. Maybe they had their finger up there so much where the brain used to be, they kind of like scratched it out. When in doubt, it kind of fell out. You know what I'm talking about? I think you do.
6: Nine minutes. Where you? do a.m. Can beat that gator me. Can beat that go, gator me.
0: So George just had some hysterical lunatic on the phone, which I wish we could have gotten him on. The fact that uh, I discuss sports, therefore I'm a hypocrite. I don't discuss sports. I talk about hockey, which is a level above all the other sports in a class by itself. How about that game last night, even though it was a scoreless talk, okay? Not college football, which is for overgrown children. I mean, how? why don't we talk about college uh, soccer? How about lacrosse? Very big in colleges up there in the Ivy League. They play lacrosse. How about college uh, golf? Huh? College swimming. College diving. That's what Greg Lucena's always said. Divers do it deeper. That's what he said. Now look what happened to him. I mean, let's uh, you know get into the nitty gritty. That's the problem with this town. You don't hear it like during the uh, Marlins thing this year. I mentioned this yesterday. Is there any intelligent discussion about baseball? Hey, uh, Eddie, you think Lebron's going to win twenty games this year? <laughs> That's the level of conversation you got about baseball in this town. This Mike Piazza thing. If we had real sports fan in this uh, in this town, and people be screaming about this, they'd be having a nervous breakdown. And by the way, the Mets only paid $30 million more for the whole deal than the next highest offer. Smart move there, Mets. But do we have any comment about that? No. no. They talk about college sports. That's And even what they do talk is caca nonsense. Oh, my school's better than yours is. not Defoe, where'd you go to school? You're some kind of a Seminole? Oh, my God. You're some kind of a hurricane. That's not sports talk. That's caca. That's baby crap. That's, uh, like that. So the the notion that uh, I'm the evil one on here, there must be a reason that all these people are tuned in, like the guy that was screaming at you that claims he's going back to change his radio right now, who listens every single goddamn day and is listening as I speak right now, but doesn't have the cojones to call and speak to me and wants to berate you because he's such a macho man? He's probably a goddamn gator if you ask me. And you know something? The Gators, the Seminoles, and the Hurricanes, they can all kiss my big fat... ...because I don't give a crap about any of them. Except I do like to see the Hurricanes lose. I do like that. I'll confess to that. I was very, very sad when Dave Lamont was shrieking and yelling and screaming at the end of that West Virginia game on Saturday that the uh, field goal was wide right or wide left or wide something because I couldn't understand what he was saying because he was screaming so goddamn loud as if it was about something very important, which it wasn't. But nevertheless... I do enjoy seeing them lose because, number one, of the corruption of the program, and number two, because of the phone. It's a phantom thing in this town. They couldn't even sell out the FSU game <laughs> with 60% or 80% of the people where there were Seminole fans. They couldn't even sell out that game, could they? No. That's right. But if they should have, like, one of their glory years again, all of a sudden, then they'll be packing 80,000 phony front-run. This town is great for that, front-running phonies. Very big on that. So I'll talk about whatever the hell I want to talk about, thank you, and the response will be just the same, none, nil, just like I heard this morning. See, I feel much better about it now. There's only one person on this station that gets phone calls, that's Hank. Have you noticed that? Hank, no, seriously, Hank can sit down and do his three or four minutes or five minutes or whatever and ramble on. And there you go. Here's uh Tom and uh, Davey, one after another after another. Now, most of them are, of course, compulsive gamblers. But nevertheless, I salute Hank the fact that his phones bring uh, off the hook. Morning show, do they get calls? No. Do we get calls? No. Forget it. I got to bust. I got to pop a bone to get these bastards off their ass. They're out there, just like that guy that's calling you, screaming and hollering. But they're intimidated. See, I'm supposed to be the limp-wristed fag. They're supposed to be the macho men. And, of course, they're hiding behind behind the anonymity of the telephone. Which is, I mean, even less excuse for them not having the Bacones to talk to me. But they just can't do it. Can they do it? No. No. I want to hear right now from some people that tell me about Gainesville. What do you give me a look like that for? I've never been to Gainesville. I would like to find oh, out nice something about downtown. what kind of a... community is it, is it kind of like Lakeland? I've driven to Lakeland.
3: That's a horrible place. I've never driven through Lakeland. But it's, it's nice. Is it kind of like Ivies. Lake
0: City? I've driven to... Uh, is it like that, where they have a horse country, a lot of horses' asses running around?
3: You know, it's a college town, a lot of young people running around, a lot of bricks, a lot of uh, ivy on the walls... Crease. Ivy, you can go float the edge Ivy on the two. walls. Are you making it sound like kind of like Harvard
0: now, something like that, like no, Ivy League?
3: No, it's just uh, like Dartmouth a, a lot of or, or Penn or Cornell or whatever, Kegel. Ivy League school, kind of like Brown. No. Oh. Oh, I wouldn't know. Like would an institution of, of higher
0: learning. I mean, does anybody learn anything? in